Hey guys, found jigs and bigs when I first started fishing. You guys are awesome, giving the best advice and guidance. Kind of molded me into the fisherman I am today. Uh, thank you for everything, and you guys are doing a great job. Thank you. What's up, JMB? It's Armando here for the Bass Kayak and Beers podcast. I freaking love everything you do. It is the right amount of debauchery and education. The ratio makes me smarter and stupider at the same time. I'm a better person and a worse person at the same time. I love it. It's the right mixture. It's the yin to the yang that I need in my life. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, 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 Jigs and Bigs. This is Chet from Chicopee. I haven't seen you game show lovers since Nathan Bill's episode 100. When Sean the Fisherman asked me to hold on to his sausage in the men's bathroom. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I do love a good kielbasa. Yeah. 200 episodes. That's an accomplishment. You know what else is an accomplishment? I just caught my personal best this morning. 78 inch largemouth bass out of Lake Thompson. It's got to be 100 pounds. Maybe more. I don't know. Seriously, though, guys, you suck. Hey, boys, Bobby, Sean, Joe, what's up, man? Hey, it's Tim over in Denver, Colorado, Timmy B. Uh, just wanted to give a shout-out. Congratulations on 200 episodes, guys. Hope you have a great party. Keep on doing what you're doing, man. Love listening to y'all. Peace. Hey, Jigs and Big, it's Roadkill and Nick. Wish I could be there for the 200th episode recording just because, damn, that food lineup looks amazing. But um, I'm for sure going to be there at the Columbus Fishing Expo, and I can't wait to see you. Fellas, what's going on? It's your buddy One Last Cast with Gilly here. I just wanted to say I love the show, uh, Spinners and Smallies. Uh, congratulations on the 2000... What? amazing show lined up for you guys tonight jigs and bigs it's episode 201 we're celebrating the fact that we made it for 200 whole episodes week after week after week all the way back in april 8th of 2020 it all kind of went down uh i'm glad you guys are here thank you so much we have an amazing show lined up i hope you guys enjoy it we'll be right back right after this
righty, guys. Thank you so much for coming out and being a big part of this week's show. This has uh, been an amazing night. We've been planning since, really, we started the planning for this in August. I know you guys can't tell that, but we started putting this thing together in about like late July, August, and uh, it means the world to us that you guys are here. Of course, I'm joined by the one and only Sean the Fisherman, who has been with me for the vast majority of, of these episodes, and over the last year, we've got who the fuck is Joe Brown in the house with us. Go ahead, give these guys a round of applause for putting up with my shit for so many years. I can't tell you how much I appreciate them. They're absolutely amazing. And uh, we don't want to do that. That's just that's just a mess. Um, appreciate you guys very very much for uh, coming out and and and, and you know uh, doing everything. You guys that listen, the jig heads that are here, jig heads. A round of applause for our jig heads. For those that don't know who the jig heads are, our jig heads are the the folks that actually subscribe monthly to, to see the show actually get developed. They also get some uh, special access when we are able to provide it to them and some extra content as well over on our Patreon. If you guys want to become a jig head, you can do so at jigsandbigs.com. Um, we, we have such a great show. Guys, are, are you excited? I'm full of meat. I am full of meat. I'm about to start sweating. More than usual, I'm full of meat. Yeah, we ate a lot of meat. That was a lot of meat. By the way, big round of applause for this amazing game dinner here. We're at the Munich House in Chicopee, Massachusetts. These guys are amazing. We love them, and uh, it's it's just it's it's great. It's it's good to be here. I'm very 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 excited about everything we've got lined up for you guys tonight. Let's first and foremost let's go ahead and talk about the really the reason why we're here. Like the the big reason why it is that we're here. What's going on here? Well, we're here one to celebrate this amazing show, but also we want to uh, to to you know thank you guys for allowing us to support Veterans Inc. Um, sort of the bigger story here that I don't know if some of you guys have maybe listened to the, the past episode. We had Christian Deluzio representing Veterans Inc. on the show, giving a little bit of information about what Veterans Inc. does, uh, what it really does mean to the veterans community, not just locally, because there are pocket offices all around the country, and they're really kind of helping out those vets that, for lack of a better term, they, they fall through the cracks sometimes, where other organizations sometimes fail these folks. Veterans Inc. is there to kind of put it together, to intervene before it gets that bad. And we applaud them. Thank you very much, Veterans Inc., for everything that you do. In fact, Sean the Fisherman, for those that don't know, Sean the Fisherman for quite some time actually had worked with Veterans Inc. to, uh, you know, kind of do the good work that they do. And uh, it's, it's when we talked about who we could possibly raise some funds for, the answer was obvious. Sean had pointed this out directly, and we said, we're going to go ahead and go for it, and it's going to be great. So uh, we're very excited that you guys are here for that. We appreciate that. So with that said, I think we should recap our weeks. Um, and I don't mean everybody in the room. You guys are off the hook. We're going to talk about what's been going on this week, what's been happening. Have you guys done anything fishy, like remotely, like organized tackle at this point? Because this is a shitty time of year to be an angler. That's, it is. That's like what it's all about right now is I just sit, I just go down into the bait dungeon and just stare at it and that don't actually, you, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind of nuts. Got, you just got to be there. Yeah. We got that skim ice going on to where you can't do anything with it. It's, you know, you can't yep. ice fish. You can't, you can't throw the boat in. So 
And it, it does suck when you've got this in-between window where there's no safe ice locally, so you can't take advantage of maybe that little bit of ice fishing gear you have. And the, you know, the water that isn't frozen is so temperamental when you have rain that your rivers are all blown out that that's no good. Yeah. That was my story this week. Sean, how about you? Sean, you may not have had some fishy stuff going on, but last night was a big night for you. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that first. Last night... Um so the, the high school basketball team that I, that I coach for, um, we had a big game last night. And I, I've talked about one of the players on the team who's, who's yep. really advanced uh, for his age um, as far as basketball goes. And he, uh, he made us forget last week that he had a half-court shot to kill a buzzer. And he, he had a three-quarter court shot last night. And he, you could kind of see the wind get sucked out of the other side, and it was just pretty. It felt good. Huh? Yeah, well, it was on our side. If if they'd have done it to us, it would have hurt. But um, sure, no, that was really good. Um, obviously, been a lot of basketball, but I did have something. Uh, I think I can talk about now. It's been fishy. It's been building since Christmas. Oh. Um, I have a small staging area now in my house, uh, right outside my garage, where I have all of my electronic components that are being set up waiting to, to switch my live scope from yep. the NAR over to the uh, over to the native ultimate that we picked up that I picked up last year. So I've I'm waiting. It's it's slowly piling up. I got a couple more pieces of hardware to pick up from good old Amazon and uh, I should be good to go. But that's about as fishy as I got. It's you know there's nothing wrong with that. Um, my week this week this my week was truthfully dedicated 100% to this, but I did manage to fool around a little bit in that BFS world that I've kind of been getting into. For those those of our guests that are here that aren't aware of what it is I'm talking about, BFS is uh, sort of a corner of fishing that's known as, uh, a, well, it's technically called a bait finesse system. Just throwing ultralight baits on bait casting gear, things like that. Pretty specialized, but I've been diving in like head on with all of this stuff, and it's just, it's been awesome. Um, what I've been doing that's been uh, pretty cool is I discovered, you guys have heard of Mule Baits before? It's a bait company out of uh, Wisconsin. I have um, it's a guy named Ethan. He's got a YouTube channel called Fish Everything. And I've, I've, I've gotten to know his stuff through Ramon Outdoors and also through Aggressively Average Anglers. Those guys are big supporters of Mule. Mule makes some really cool tungsten jigs called these workhorse jigs. And they've got a tiny, tiny, like I think it's a number six hook. Uh, eighth ounce, um, and they, they also make plastics that are that super stretchy, durable, Elastec style plastics, little mini paddle tails and things like that, but they have an accessory, and this brought so much joy to my, my, my heart. Uh, this accessory is what they call a Bronco blade, and a Bronco blade is it's basically a beetle spin. So, for everybody out there who has entered or, or is considering being entered into the Jigs and Bigs uh, multi-species scavenger hunt series that's kicking off in April, get ready, y'all. Bobby Roast Beef has come to play. And those little species, just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get them. It's, it's going to happen. Very excited about that. So Everyone uh, here is going to sign up, right? Yeah. You should. Everyone. You should. Everyone. Joe, look, Joe means business. He's wearing a Fresh Bates hat backwards and is, has a neck tattoo now. He is not fooling around. He is not fooling around, ladies and gentlemen. And, and if that wasn't enough cred, it is a Mexican neck tattoo. Yep. Fair enough. Right in Mexico. My wife is just so jealous because she lasered her neck tattoo off. And we just That's ate, real talk. And we just ate half the zoo. Like, I, I, I was thinking about it. I'm like... <laughs> I did half the zoo. I'm like... I'm like 
I'm like, holy shit. I was like, I am eating all the animals that my kids want, like, are the first animals my kids want to go see at the zoo. I was like, I can't, I can't tell them. Our bartender this. might know. These were all sourced from Southwick Zoo, correct? She's giving us a thumbs up, everybody. Yes, they were, in fact. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. That was probably my daughter's favorite kangaroo. That Good. Right from Southwick Zoo. That Taste, son of a bitch was kangaroo. ripped. It was delicious. I got to tell you, I, the, the, the fried alligator was absolutely out of this world. The wild boar was fantastic. The rabbit, the, I, I, I go hot and cold with rabbit. Yeah. And this was, this yeah, was all right. So. This is okay. The rabbit, I go hot and cold with rabbit. The bison was ridiculous. Yep. Out of this world. Uh, and, I mean, I could give you guys a food review, but that's not what you're here for. You guys ate the food as well. Um, and our listeners are kicking themselves for not being here for this. So, for them, well, what can I tell you? Um, I do want to mention, I, this year is, if there's one thing that we have going on this year that I'm trying to really... If I had one resolution this year, it is to make the most successful year, not for me fishing, but for the multi-species scavenger hunt series that there possibly can be. Where something is going on this year that's never happened before. We're not sharing that space with another company, with another brand. Their chronic trips element is gone. Every single month is going to be a Jigs and Bigs exclusive freshwater scavenger hunt style tournament. And it's a great thing for those to get involved with. If, you're never, if you've never done any competitive fishing, this is a great gentle way to kind of step into it Get comfortable with it. It's an online monthly tournament. It's a whole lot of fun. It's cheap. And the beauty of it is, is that uh, we also have like raffles for the folks that don't land in the money. So if you're entering the tournament, you're dropping essentially a dollar a day to fish is really what it gets down to. If you don't win any money back, you are going to, you have a much, a really good opportunity to win some fantastic prizes. Some of the prizes go over the list uh, that we've had so far. And I'll, I'll mention the newest one. So Nakwa's involved, I believe. Nakwa, amazing. They, they, they actually power both Sean and my, my kayaks. Yep. Great batteries. You won't break your toe if you drop them on your foot. Uh, that's a big deal. It's a big selling point. A-Bay. A-Bay Lure Lab, of course. A-Bay, In the house. A partner of the show. Love A-Bay Lure Lab. I forgot. We had a Fresh baits. <laughs> fresh baits, obviously. Fresh baits. Um, the, only the best baits are fresh baits. I believe... Klondike is involved as well. Oh, Klondike's back. That's good. That's very good. Yeah. And uh, there was one more that was sticking around. I'm going to announce the new one while you go ahead and think about it. Go ahead. So we're bringing on NACO Fishing. N-A-K-O. NACO is a company that makes pretty much everything. They make rods and reels and things like that. They actually have a a brand new new BFS uh, called the Cormorant. That is uh, a pretty sexy looking BFS reel. But they also make a lot of tungsten products. And in a state like Massachusetts, where you have the lead laws that we have, tungsten is really important. Um, NACO is one of those companies that sells fantastic tungsten. In fact, I was introduced to NACO through the Fresh Baits drop shot box that I picked up last year at uh, the Connecticut Fishing Expo. They use some of the drop shot weights from NACO in there. NACO is going a step further and uh, offering a 20% discount site-wide on uh, all of their products, and that is exclusive for folks that enter the multi-species tournament. So just by being involved, even if you don't win a raffle, if you need to get some gear, and NACO makes tons of stuff, you can save yourself a fifth off of what you're buying, which is a good thing. Um, Did you remember? I do, but um, 
I'm working on logistics with them, logistics so I'm not going to final. I'm not going to say that it's not finalized. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I think I know who you're talking about, and yeah. it's, I think you're wearing their hat. Uh, yeah, actually, let's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. Yeah. Um, so the way that this this tournament works is like this. What we do is we have an, uh, a relationship with the app Fishing Chaos. Fishing Chaos is the app you use to register. It's the app you use when you're out fishing and you need to take a picture of your fish and submit it for your points. Um, you know, we also are uh, working with Catch directly now, trying to get them involved as much as we can uh, to make sure everybody's got the right measuring board because there is an approved measuring board. But you guys should definitely enter, give it a shot. Even if you're only only fishing a few days, uh, you know, uh, in a month, go for it. If you look into the handful of species that you need, you could win this sucker. You know, and fo- and you can fish from the boat, the kayak, on the bank, on the ice. It's all good. Whatever you've got to do, just fresh water, fresh water. Good stuff. Uh, let's see. One other thing I do want to mention. Last week's guest, Alec Plotnikevich, was on the show. Alec was originally on episode 108. He was on last week, and Alec is a hammer. He had shared this recently, and I asked him if he wanted me to kind of mention it on the show, and he said, shit, he said, quote, shit, comma, it couldn't hurt. I said, okay, great. So uh, he is a member of the Bass, uh, the Pioneer Valley Bass Club, and uh, they're looking for more members, and they're having a preseason meeting next week, uh, or if you're listening to this podcast, like in two days. Uh, the tournaments are on Sundays only. I guess they're looking for both uh, boaters and non-boaters, so if you're listening to this show and you're like, oh, I'd love to get into you know, competitive fishing, but I don't have a boat, what do I do? You can be a co-angler and sign up with this group. The organization, Pioneer Valley Bass Club, uh, they've been on the fence about, uh, or if you've been on the fence, rather, about joining the club, uh, come by Hooters in West Springfield on the 17th of January on, at 7 p.m. Uh, you can meet the anglers that are already on, and they're going to have a discussion to talk about upcoming fishing season. Um, there's a lot of things that they're you know, considering, but they're looking to grow the club. So uh, Alec had asked me if I could give this a mention, again, saying, shit, it couldn't hurt. If you're into it, Go ahead and check it out. Go to Hooters. I hear the wings are delicious. Any commenter? So many. <laughs> so many, but I'm going gonna, gonna to lay off. <laughs> you got to. I think, I think you got to. Um, here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to have a little bit of fun this week. Um, as far as fishy stuff, I really got nothing other than, other than, uh, than that, you know, getting some, some mule plastics in the mail and some workhorse jigs, of course. And we set up for a... My 200th episode, we've had fishing stuff all over our hands all day. It's it's a little bit insane. I'll tell you guys, on Friday, I got no shortage of like 50 text messages from a a very excited Sean the Fisherman who had done some uh, purchasing of items at, uh, was it it Party Warehouse? It was Party Party City down in Enfield. Party City? You know what? Free plug for them because they were so nice. Go to Party City for all your balloon and taco pinata needs. If if you need a taco pinata, they're the place. We're looking for fish stuff, no go. But if we wanted Mexican fare, there we go. So we do have a raffle prize that is a pinata that you could win. That is chock full of great stuff. Uh, It also comes with a matching uh, sombrero. So if you really want to push that envelope in 2024, you can do that. Uh, <laughs> Spared no expense. So, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, it's also awesome to see some faces that we don't get to see very often. Yep. Uh, we have the Pendergast here. We don't get to see them very often. We, you know, we have A-Bay here. We have Dark Horse here. Drove a bajillion hours to get here. It's awesome, it's awesome when we get to see people face to face. It really, so, yeah. 
I think, Joe, you nailed it because when you think about just the miles alone between Maine and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, like you guys, some of you guys traveled a significant distance to be here. And let's give them a round of applause for everybody that traveled. It is crazy. Yeah. They're staying at your house. So, I mean, it is, you know, what it is. Uh, It'll be a good time. I think Josh and Zach might be sleeping in my twins' beds tonight. I don't know. As you do. As you do. The, the Pendergasts are, are crashing at my house. There was already threats of nudity. <laughs> threats? Yep. And the, street, and the street ran both ways. By the way, let, let's, I got to talk about Pendergasts for a second. Uh, specifically, Sarah, I got a, uh, a text today from Chris asking um, if, uh, what, what, how hot I wanted my sauce. And I think I let my ego go a little bit too, too far. Because apparently I have a jar of sauce that has one whole Carolina Reaper in there. And I, ex- I express my, my, what I do with, 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 with Sarah's sauces. I just pour it into a glass over ice with a little bit of tequila and give it a stir and slug it down. It is the best margarita mix, uh, uh, Bloody Maria mix ever. Um, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do that with this one. We might actually have to put it on food. Uh, a, a lot of food. Yeah, this could be interesting. So we'll see how it goes. I'm interested. Um, my uh, plumbing uh, thanks you. Uh, this should be good. Um, also, I've got some, uh, some mustard pickles that my, my kids are going to enjoy very much. They're big fans. Mustard what? Pickles. Peekles. That's right. The peekles. The meat has slowed you down. The meat has slowed me down so much. Pickles are Bobby's favorite. Loves them. They really are. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and, and talk about this. On everybody's table who is here, you'll see a little glass on the centerpiece right there. That is a handful of these little gummy candies on here. Um, These are champagne-flavored edibles. uh, And they're five milligrams of THC. It's like the equivalent of having a couple of beers. So I'm going to go ahead and have a handful. If you guys would like to toast to another 200 with me, feel free. If you would like to overindulge, I have extras. Uh, Go right ahead. There's enough for one for everybody if the tables are full. Otherwise, you guys go ahead and have fun. I'm going to offer some to my co-hosts as well if you would like to partake I'm good I'm driving that is a good and a driving Joe I cannot you cannot (laughs) God bless America guys here's to 200 more cheers everybody what's great is that the only person that's going to have to deal with this end of me is uh, my wife later on when these kick in she's going to be very proud (laughs) she always is can we also give it give a round of applause to, I want to say, I've been saying forever, that we need to get the three of us together with our wives to just kind of hang out and socialize. And all it did, all it, all it needed to happen was producing 200 episodes of this one show and us deciding to have this amazing fundraiser for Veterans Inc. It finally happened, ladies and gentlemen. So glad. So glad. So here's what we're going to do, guys. I thought we would do something special and try something new. You know, I like trying new stuff. And uh, we're going to have ourselves a little bit of fun here. This is what's going to happen. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put this little screen up, up on the... Uh, I'm going to have to get rid of this here. Pause for editing. There we go. So what we're going to do is this, guys. Ha- are, are any of you familiar with a tier list? Show, a, show of hands if you're familiar with the trend of tier lists on the internet. Anybody? Anybody? 
So a tier list is basically where you can take quite literally anything and give your and and. and Put it in order. So I figured we would have a little bit of fun with this, and we're going to get real geeky with this on the show, diving into gear, rating things, rating different fishing trends, things like that. But we have a lot of folks who are not fishy folks. They're just here to hang out and raise some money for a great organization, and they're folks that, that love and care for us for you know what we do, and which is amazing, and we thank you. So we're going to kind of keep it a little bit lighthearted and a little bit fun here. We're going to talk about some fishing stereotypes. These are things that you might encounter on the water, to be perfectly honest, at one time or another, we might actually be these things at different phases in our lives, at, uh, depending on uh, everything. So what we're going to do is this. We're going to go through this list, this, this, this batch of, uh, of items. And basically what we're going to do is we're going to rank these items like you would in school. An A being the best grade, an F being the worst. We've got A, B, C, D, and F. Old school grading. You guys remember that? You remember that. Oh, Joe, do you remember that? A through F? I'm almost 40, man. No, you're not. I'm almost Are 40. You? I'm Holy almost 40. shit. Okay. Wow, that gap between our ages just keeps getting less and less and less. Yeah. I feel somehow. really good about myself, and you have lower back pain, and that's what's happening. Um, let's, let's talk about it. So we have a handful of different items, but I wanted to really engage a bunch of you guys. So I'm utilizing my trivia software platform to kind of bounce in between... Um, some of these 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 things so we can get you guys to weigh in a little bit and figure out what's what okay so let's go ahead we're going to go ahead and talk about the first one i'm going to go ahead and start this up um you guys will see some pictures on the screen but i'm going to send pictures of what these items are directly to your device all you have to do is tap on the picture to get back to the screen and you will see a through F listed in front of you, and you can select which grade you like to do it. So we're gonna go ahead and get this sucker started really, really, really easy. I'm gonna send everybody uh, a picture of this first one here. We're gonna talk about fly fishermen, okay? Fly fishermen, you know, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, that uh, fly anglers, they definitely think they're of themselves this way, but I think to non-anglers, they think of that as being like the ballet of, of fishing. like. There's a difference between, oh, you dance? Oh, yeah, I tap dance. Oh, no, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a ballerina, a prima, but you know what I mean? Like, it's somehow higher brow. So, what you're saying is fly fishermen are ballerinas. Bass yep. fishermen are tap dancers. <laughs> and people who fit, fish for catfish twerk. They twerk, okay. yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely, I think, I think, gotcha. I think bass fishermen would more be like the fucking mosh pit at like a grunge concert. See, I was thinking that like, I was thinking that bass fishermen were like the chicken dance. You know what I mean? Okay, Like, throw a big swim bait, you know what I mean? Something like that. How many fly fishermen do we have in here? Show of hands. All right, I'll keep it, I'll keep it. For the record, it's two. <laughs> Which is 80% of the crowd that's here. <laughs> fly, fly fishermen are just bougie. They're bougie. You they guys, definitely you are. You guys are bougie. I, I have to say it. I, actually, this is a really good question. I'm going to go over here because I'm going to ask, ask Maria specifically because she fishes a lot of area that, that I grew up in, actually. How many times do you fish the Swift River a year? Five times a year? What do you say the percentages that you see somebody who is, par, who is at one of those drop-in spots rigging up in a Beamer or an Audi or a Porsche? 
None? See, I only fished the Swift last year twice. Both occasions, I saw an Audi with uh, an Orvis sticker on the back and, uh, and I think a Sim sticker. And a guy was like in the passenger seat, like sliding into, yeah, his, bit, yeah. into, into his, his waders. I was just like, this is not built for me. <laughs> this is not for me. Um, my, uh, my one time, like with fly fishing, my dad's here tonight, so I get to like give him a little shit tonight. So the one time I ran from uh, fly fishing, I was probably seven, eight years old, and we were down at Howe Park and Spencer. <laughs> we were down at Howe Park and Spencer, and the only thing he hooked that day was me, trying to <laughs> practice this. Grabbed onto my, my little Bruins, my, my awesome little Bruins jacket, yeah. hooked right onto that bad boy. I will go so far to say this much about fly fishing. I think that deep down in the majority of anglers out there, period, there's the desire to at least try it. I think that's true. Like, I don't know that everybody's gonna do it. Not everybody likes, you know, uh, not everybody likes rabbit stew, but there's the idea that you might try it. You might dabble a little bit. And I say go for it, live your best life. But fly fishermen, you guys are gonna get 10 seconds to weigh in. Here's 10 seconds. Uh, if you haven't voted already, go ahead, take your best guess, whatever you think they, 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 they land. A tier to F tier. We're down to about our last two seconds here, and let's see what we got. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, so we got a C. That's what won. They got C tier. What do you guys think as far as where we put them? Because we have, from the audience, we have a C tier. C's get degrees. C's do get degrees. I'm going to land them firmly at B. You're going to say a B? Based on the skill involved, and even though they are bougie, bougie, yeah, they're generally quiet about it. I will give that. I very rarely get a hard time. I think, I feel like fly fishermen give other fly anglers a hard time. Full disclosure on my end, I've seen all the photos on this list. They're a solid B. (laughs) We're we're going to get dirty here real quick. I am going to say that you and I, I think, are the only ones that say in B. The crowd says C. I'm going to put them at C. This could change. This could change. We're going to put them at C for now. Now, the next one, and this is, man, this is just iconic right here. This one is iconic. Everybody, oh, by the way, the fastest answer that came through that voted C, that's a hard C. That goes to Abey. Uh, Abey was like, nope, that's a hard C right there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right in the middle. Um, next up, this one is one that everybody talks about. What grade do you give this fishing stereotype? And that stereotype is Karen's. It's Karen's. Now, you can experience Karen's anywhere. And we had a conversation in last week's show about Karen's. And I think for this, we're not talking about when somebody uses that term as a derogatory term because they disagree with what you're saying or the way that you're doing something. I'm talking about like a legitimate person who is projecting some kind of agenda of rage because they don't like you fishing what they think is private water or is their property or something. And, you know, like the stay away from my dock or the, you know, uh, how dare you handle that fish in this park? You know what I mean? Um, you guys are already weighing in pretty good. Karens, are they iconic? I say no. I think they just suck. What do you guys think? What's your feedback? They, yeah, they suck. They like, suck. Like everyone else is saying. And, and anyone who has fished more than a friggin' week has dealt with one in, in, in some aspect. And it's oh, just, yeah. 
it, it just is what it is. If you fish a body of water where there are houses around that body of water, the likelihood you've run into a Karen in one season is astronomically high at one point or another. So I'm going to go ahead and do the 10-second timer here for this guy. You guys go ahead and weigh in. We'll figure out what you guys think here. What do you think, Sean? This one hits home for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weigh in at the end of this. You're going to weigh yeah, in I'm at gonna, the After end. the voting, I'm going to weigh in. Okay. I, I, have a, I have a strong answer and I, I feel confident with it so uh we have 21 teams connected right now and it's a pretty good mix right there we have a three and a four but getting eight votes is the f what i will say f tier what i will say is i probably deal with more guy karens than i do female karens fish daddy's wife with the fastest one right there for the f more guy karens than you do girl uh, karens i i would think so I think so. they definitely it's it's definitely a good split. I just feel like the term Karen is kind of gets lumped in there. There's plenty of men, Kenneths and Kyles and such. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're gender fluid here. We we try, we try our best. God damn it. Um. So Sean, weigh in. What do you think about Karens? I think ninety five percent of the time they're Karens. The other five yeah. percent, there's probably a reason. Yep. And that's going to play into my answer once we talk about what grade they're going to get. Okay, well, let's talk about it. We're at that moment now. So they, they've weighed in, and they're going with a solid F. The majority rule's here for that. They're saying an F. I don't know. What do you think? That five percentage points, that's the difference between, between uh, an F and a D for me. An I'm F and a nice, D. nice, solid, fat D. A big old fat big D old for the D. Karens. Okay. So Male and female. Male and female Karens. Look at that. Look at that. The, good, the thing about Karens is if they would just educate themselves for five minutes... They might get it a little It would make all the difference in the world, wouldn't it? That's it. It's so, crazy. Joe, here's my benefit of the doubt on that. Okay. When you, live on, you live on Let's a lake. It. Let's hear it. How many, how many t- times will you go out on a dock and have fish hooks left on your dock from people casting onto it until you finally snap and change your name to Karen? <laughs> Not every fisherman behaves themselves. There's going to be a reason it's for true. some of them. That's, that's why true. I'm saying that that's is true. true. I'm not giving them an A. They're getting a D, but I think because I think this a- also goes beyond just the dock stuff. I mean, I, I we've de- I I think we've all dealt with people beyond like the dock yep. stuff, and yep. I and I get and I get the dock Karens. That was an example. There's well, I, yep, we can yep, we can go down oh, a lot yeah. of roads. I'm, yep. I'm saying 95 percent of the time they suck really really bad, but because of that five percent, there's my benefit of the doubt. They go D with me. I have never left a hook on someone's dock. Yeah, you'd be surprised, man. There's, There's a lot of shit happens. No idea though. I have. You know, um, I'm on the fence. I could go either way. But uh, Joe, are you saying F? Uh, I'll go with D, only because he said. Oh, the five, the five, all right. Because strong persuasive argument I have. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Because stuff. because there are you know. Just as there are Karens, there are asshole fishermen as well. So okay. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. All right. Okay. So we got two Ds, and then the crowd says, and I'm on the fence, and the crowd says, F, we'll go D. We'll go D on that. Now, this one's a little bit weird. This one might actually take a little bit of explaining, to be perfectly honest to you guys. Take a look at this picture right here. Fishing stereotype. This is the angler that doesn't have a clue at all, no clue whatsoever. And what I mean by this is the, the, the dude or, or the woman that you'll see fishing with a spinning combo upside down, reeling the opposite way. Um, or you might not even see them, but you might snag one of the rigs that they got lost, where you happen to hook a three-quarter ounce flipping jig with a pork trailer and a bunch of uh, split shot further up the line and a random swivel 
for who knows what reason. And a bobber. And a bobber. You might run into these kinds of things. That's what we're talking about here. What do you give that kind of fishing stereotype? We'll go ahead and send the question there. What do you guys think? The guys that just have no clue. You want to go, Sean? Go ahead. I do. I do. They have no clue. The question that I ask is, is it because they learned from someone without a clue? Or did they just not have any mentorship and they're just learning on their own? That, that's now, the thing. With and every, I feel bad if that's the situation. I, I do too. But yeah. with everyone having smartphones these days and YouTube, you, I, I'm going to give them a C. I'm going to give them a C. My end is just I'd a C. I'd go with a C. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know somebody's story. They could be, they could be a lot of things going on. I'm going to go with C. I will also go with a C only because at least they're out there trying. Yep. They, are. they are, yeah. I'll go 10 seconds here for the crowd to get their vote and see what they're thinking. I could definitely see giving them a C because it could go one of two ways. You just run into these situations sometimes where you know that these guys are out there fishing and gals, and they give zero fucks. Like, they're just doing whatever they're doing, and, and who knows? Uh, let's see. How did we do? Oh, this is interesting. So we have five and five split between D and C. Okay. So we're going to end up going in between uh, either of those. You guys are each saying C. I think, yeah. we, I think we have to give it to C. I think we have to give it to C. Uh, again, because exactly like you said, Howie. Howie's here. Howie. <laughs> Come on up, Howie. Tell us, tell us about how you reel upside down with a spinning reel. <laughs> Howie's here and he got the fastest uh, input answer right there not too bad so we're going to go ahead and we're going to give Karen's uh, or, or the, the, the C for the not Karen's for uh, the, the, the clueless anglers which there's just so many of them there are so many of them this is my favorite this next one has a special place in my heart take a look at this image right here guys what grade do you give this fishing stereotype? The boat ramp parking pro. You know those guys. They put their little smart car in a spot designed for a trailer. Those are my favorite people. My favorite. There is a special place in hell for those individuals. Hands down, that's just real talk. What, what do you guys think? Sean, you and I have had many a conversation about the, about the, the, the parking lot antics uh, at some boat ramps. This is one of my few that gets a hard F. Hard. A hard F? Hard F. Fair. The, story, Fair. the stories. Let's wash our car at the car <sighs> launch. I, we watched, uh, during a tournament, we watched one guy, as people were loading in the water, we watched one guy uh, filling up a water buffalo. You ever seen that? That's, oh, that's yes. That's good shit. Yes. That's good I, shit. I remember you, you telling me, wasn't that I, Champlain? Uh, Mesolonsky. Oh, Mesolonsky. He was there for a solid hour and a half, just that's filling insane. that thing up. Good stuff. Small pump. There was one night, what, now granted... Binny and I, there was some boat ramp parking lot fuckery, this one specific instance where we actually just straight up camped there. But we were fishing the entire time. Like, we, we had, were car camping at the ramp. Totally illegal, but it was yeah, fine. You know, um, and we had an instance where we're actually recording a segment of the podcast, now that I think about this. And this little, like, mid-sized pickup just comes, like, barreling through the, the, the driveway into the parking lot of the boat ramp, right in front of the ramp, blocks it out. And these two dumbasses throw in a paddle boat that they had bought on Facebook Marketplace. It was one of the kinds of like the hard plastic top, but the bottom was styrofoam. You can't make this shit up. 
And one guy was in the thing, and it was all, you know, kind of like, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? It was, it was off, uh, it was, it was off camber quite a bit. And it, it, it looked like it was kind of a dangerous situation. He goes, we're going to try and return this. I think it's broke. Everything would have been fine if the other dude was also in that boat. Would have been fine. But oh my, like just the fuckery is insane. I could go a hard F here. Guys, we're going to do 10 seconds for the crowd to get their last vote in. Uh, boat ramp parking pros. Joe, what do you think? I think I'm going to go with an F as well. I mean, I think you were with me at uh, when, <laughs> so. uh, you know, when people are back in the try attempting to back their, back their trailers in, smoking other people's trailers mm-hmm. or their cars, and then they just drive away acting like they've, they, they didn't do anything. And This is the most insane results I've seen. This is legitimate. This is not even putting on a show. We had one vote for a B. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we had three votes for a D, and we had 13 votes for a hard F. Wow. That is impressive. And Howie, again, with the fast fingers. Howie's got those fast fingers. I've heard. Was it Nadia? I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead. We'll go ahead and put these boat, boat park. This is our first F. I did not expect that to be the F. I thought Karen's were going to get the F. I think the term you're looking for with the paddle boat, very coincidentally and, and appropriate, is listing. The boat was listing. Yeah. That as is. we are right now. There it is. Listing. We are, we are listing. See what I did there? I, I do see All what right. you did there, and I'm, I'm impressed. This one gets some folks fired up right here. Let's go ahead and send this. I'm friends with some of these folks. I fish with some of these folks. These are the big baits only types. The ones that are out there, they're just like, yeah, I used to throw conventional baits back in the day, but now I'm not throwing anything lighter than a 32 ounce uh, freaking, uh, you know, dips, whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm talking about, I throw big swim baits. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those guys that are like, that is what I throw. That's it. All the time. Now, there's some stereotypes that go within the big boat community, like the flat brim cap. Dude, where did that come from? I love those hats. And I'll throw a, a three-eighths ounce chatterbait all day. That's fine. Uh, I, yeah, like I said, I fish with some of these folks, and I love them. They are great. What do you guys think? We see some votes coming in. I'm going to go ahead and start that 10-second timer right here so you guys can go ahead and jump in. What do you guys think about the big bait stuff? Gonna blow your mind. What are you going with? A. You're going with an A? A. Leave, oh. leave all the fish for the rest of us. Go ahead and catch your one fish a month. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm good. <laughs> what do, what do you say, Throw as many Joe? big baits as you want. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm kind of on the same page with Sean with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Have at. Have at it. I mean, good on you. When you have to get your shoulder replacement. Uh, yeah. So we got a, a a hard C right here from from our group. Uh, five of them said D. Two said both A and B, and uh, eight of you said C. So C is going to get that one from the crowd. Um, I think, honestly, and it was Chris with the fast finger there. That was Chris. There's, there's eight Chris's here. There which, are which Chris? Chris's. I have no idea. It's right, the it only Chris. one that called themselves Chris. Chris Pendergast. Bobby, I'm going to hijack this for a moment. Go right? ahead. All right. If you're going to be the fastest person in, which we encourage, why? We got to have a reason. I want to know why. Why is this guy a C? Let's hear some logic here. Yeah, or, or actually, have the edibles you know kicked in room wide? That might Why? be the case. I think he might have toasted upon arriving. I'm going to come over here. We'll get some feedback from Chris directly. This is why I wanted to do this. So I had the wireless mic. Chris, what do you say? I bet Chris ain't going to be the fastest next time. <laughs> I, I, you know, 
let them have their uh, big baits and if they're just going to use those we'll just i'll keep fishing around them that's all I can't argue with that kind no, of logic. I can't either. No, I can't either. And I think that realistically, I think we could probably comfortably put that maybe a meet in the middle at a B. Yeah. Um, it you sounds know. to me, Chris, I'm going to translate. It sounds like, it sounds like you're saying, yeah, that's not very nice. I was going to help you out here. Right? I, was sal- <laughs> I was saving you until you flipped me off by scratching your nose. But it Chris sounds like, so I think the general right consensus is, fuck them, we're not doing it. You know that what? Sound right? I gotta, I gotta look at it like this. We got an A here. We got an A here. Uh, These I'll, guys. I'm gonna go to B. I'm gonna go to B. I'm, You're I'm happy go to go B? with a B. Yeah. Fuck You're em. happy to go with a B. Okay. Fuck em. We'll put them in B. Fuck them. That's right. Big swim bait guys. Fuck them. That's where we're going with this. Nice. I will, I will give it to them though. I mean, I cry when I lose a four dollar jig, and they're, you know, they're, they're losing or have the chance of losing a hundred fifty dollar lure. Oh like. yeah, absolutely. I, I'm not. I, I am fucking getting that thing back. Quick story right here. Um, everybody knows we've talked about the butcher on the show before. Uh, Ryan Bogley. Uh, Ryan, I was in the odd situation where the worlds of my business life and the podcast kind of combined. I had the uh, the lovely opportunity to DJ for Ryan's wedding. Now, the morning of his wedding, he and I think it was his brother or maybe his best man had gone out fishing. I think it was the same person. Oh, is it the same, same dude? I think so. Oh, it might be. And maybe his brother was the best man. Um, anyway, that guy got some like $200 bait, like hung up somewhere. And this was in mid-April? Yeah. And Ryan, on his wedding day, went swimming in that April water on Lake Chungabungabungabog, AKA Webster Lake. Um, that is hardcore. That's, I'm not doing that. I'm throwing that money away and uh, my wife is gonna never know about this. That's the plan. Block this all out, honey, have another gummy. Um, so really, I mean, you know, I gotta give him credit. Um, let's, let's move on though. Because now we're going to go the polar opposite. The polar opposite is the ultralight enthusiast. Because it's a stereotype as well. You get guys that are out there that all they throw are two-inch plastics on the tiniest of jigs. And then they catch a bass at all, and it's all of a sudden, oh, it's a five-pounder, bro. You know what I mean? Lots of times these folks are out there chucking around like a, a, a five-foot-long ugly stick ultralight on a 1,000-size reel. You know, and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. And they right? catch fallfish. <sighs> that was in January. <laughs> and I haven't caught a fish since late, no- late November. You could have sold that for ice bait. I could have. get ice. Well, yeah, I 100% could have. Actually, I could have gone to the other river and gotten myself uh, a a nice pike with that, actually. Awesome. um, On any other combo. Um, But yeah, I think ultralight enthusiasts, you guys are voting like crazy. I'm going to start the timer. Where do you guys land with ultralight enthusiasts? I feel like I was this guy early on in fishing. I was. I'm going to have to go to a C because I respect it. Yeah. I respect it. It's kind of like the other end of the... uh, of the spectrum with the big baits because I every agree. once in a while you get a decent sized fish on that and it's it's, it's a blast to catch you know and it is on. fun I mean you catch a dink on a big you catch a dink on you know a huge swim bait and you're 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 reeling that sucker in on an extra heavy rod with like twenty pound fluoro yeah like you know come on 
But you catch a dink on like four pound test on an ultralight spinning combo. Sure. And you're like, oh shit, I hope my braided leader knot doesn't let go. Sure. Because I'm scared shitless. Like you get a two pounder on that, it is the fight of your life. Yep. You know, so I can respect it too. I could, I could go for a C. How do you feel, Sean? I'm going with an A again. He's going same, with same an exact a. reason with the opposite size. Fair enough. Fuck fair enough. Em. So as far as what the audience has said, only one of them said an A, which I can respect. Five said a B. Uh, we had two for a D. Another one for an F. Nine of you said C. So we're gonna go see there. The fastest one though that get their, got their answer is the beard and the bitch. Nice. Who's the beard Who's and the that? bitch? Who's that? Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. That's right. You guys have played with me over at East Village Tavern. I'm a dumbass. Um, that is awesome. All right. So, yeah, we can go ahead. We'll give them a C. I think that's, that's fair. Um, the majority of you said C. We got two of us that said C. Or, so why? And one why, that said why, A. What, what, what were you thinking? <laughs> that is the most honest shit I have ever heard. The gummies are kicking in. I just hit C. You know what's interesting? I've hosted 4,000 speed quizzing games in my career. That is the strategy of most teams. <laughs> That's usually what it is. I'm just hitting C. You're nice gonna job. You're going to get one right eventually. I... We can stop asking. That was the best answer. We can't top that. That really like, there's was. No, there's Have no a good night, folks. There's no logical answer that's going to top that. No. That was beautiful. That's pretty good. Joe, that was really great. Yep. Um, next one is here, and I think everybody knows this person. It's like their friend or something like that. This is the, the everything has to match guy. I'm talking about the, oh, I bought this, real, this, this rod, and it's, you know, army green. I better get a Abu Garcia Zeta to put on it to match. Everything is matched, color, you know, lined up, brand specific sometimes. You know, how do, how do we feel about that? Guys, what do you think? You guys are already voting. I'm going to go ahead and start that timer so we can get this vote out there. OCD is a real illness, Bobby. OCD is a real illness. All right. It like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but his stuff doesn't match like crazy. It's fucked you know? up. <laughs> Matchy, matchy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about you? I'm going to go with a B. You're going with a B? I, I really enjoy brand loyalty, number one. And if you find a product that works, you buy it you until they take it away. It. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. could definitely see that. I could 100% see that. So we have another tie. We have a C and a D. They're both tied at five right here. Um, you're going with a B. What are you going to say, Joe, for I'll, this? I'll go to B as well. See, I, I got to be... copying Sean's you're test. You're a real copycat. I'm, I'm copying Sean's test right now. I'm, I'm going to go... Uh, honestly, if I had to throw a vote in here, I would say an A because I... Here's the deal. I think that is awesome. If you have the effort and the ability and the financial backing to be able to go and get that into it, awesome. Well, hang Great. on. Hang yeah, on. You don't need hang the backing. On, hang on. on. You, you, huh? can buy, you can say cheap. All the Walmart you could, shit matches. You could. Yeah. All the Walmart all, all, all shit the Walmart does match. Shit matches. That's fair. That's fair. But I'm talking about like if you're really going for like performance stuff and you're looking to match everything together. But when your shoes match your rod and reel, that's a little different. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a C. That's a C for me. <laughs> you guys are both going B? I'm going B. I'm, I'm going with, with a C. If you're going that hardcore, that's you need to talk to a specialist. Um, 
I'm going to give, for the crowd, I'm going to give it the C vote for them. Uh, The C word for them. Uh, The fastest correct answer on the bonus right there. It's shocking. It's the beard and the bitch. Who we've already heard from tonight. We've already heard from. (laughs) And these edibles are wonderful. That's all we can really say. Um, as far as uh, I think the grade of where they're going to go on the on the top tier list, I mean, I'm saying A. I'm going to ignore that because I seem to be in the minority. You guys are both going B here. Uh, everything has to match, guys. What do you say? Do we do do we do C or do we do B? I, I, I it's know. two for B and one for C. Let's do B. All right, B we'll do is. B. We'll do B. This is getting pretty interesting. A little OCD makes the world go round. A little We're bit good. of OCD yeah. does make everything kind of happy. Um, I don't want to offend anybody in here, and I am going to. Um, some of you are absolutely in this category, and I love you for it. This is the make my own lures guy, right here. The make my own lures guy. Now, again, there are some of you guys that make baits that rival anything you could buy in your, your big box store 100%. There are none of you that fit into this subcategory that are in this room right now. Where you make those plastics that kind of go like derp, 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 derp. I'm talking about those plastics where you're like, that's a cool stick bait. And they're like, that's a swim bait. Or, wow, that's a really cool looking craw. And they're just like, it's a beaver. Or, that is a really interesting grub. And they're just like, that's interesting. I was making a TRD style bait. Uh, where it's just not right. Like they look like factory fifths, you know? Um, there's that you have to take into consideration because we've run into that before. <laughs> that plays into my numbers game for my answer. <laughs> Perfect. I went, I went with numbers on this. I was counting on my fingers. If anybody could see, I was actually counting. By my estimation, and this is only bait makers I have run into personally. Yep. Four out of five of them are awesome and deserve an A. Oh, absolutely. And one of them is a piece of shit and deserves an F. Yes. So I'm going with a solid B on this because that's what an 80 is. 80 I, that's 80%. Sean? That's Who's a B. That? Who We're not going to talk be? about that. <laughs> we nearly gave away some of those baits because I can't get rid of them. <sighs> yeah. But we didn't. We thought better of it. Um, and, you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's just <laughs> folks that, that are kind of the, the make your own. In fact, there are people in our audience tonight that... Just solely support the bait, make your own guy, but they don't put any kind of that uh, that 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 twenty percent uh, factor in their 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 product whatsoever. So I think so. You're going with a B. Let's see what we got. Let's start the timer. Everybody's everybody's got their answer in there. Joe, what do you think? I'm gonna go to C, only because you know I feel like half are just solid bait makers, awesome bait makers. Yep. The other half are like me when I tried to pour my own plastics. I just ended up with a bunch of like second and third degree burns on my hands. So you're going with a B and you're saying a C. I'm going to go with a C. You're going with a C. The crowd says uh, an A. 11 of them say an A. Uh, that's, <sighs> that is loaded as hell. And of course, the fastest correct answer, the fastest answer there, Fish Daddy's wife, of course. Of course. Um, and I why is that? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. We, we might right. have a, the best answer of the night again. <laughs> it is again. You guys are, you just should, I'm going to sit down. You guys should just run this show because you guys are full of the good stuff. Um, yeah. I would say, honestly, we got, so we got a B here. We got a C here. Yeah. We got an A from all them. Could be A, B, or C. I'm going to say, let's go ahead and meet in the middle and I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it at a B. I could give it a B. I, 
I, I say, you know what? Let's bump this up to an A. You want to give it an A? It'll yeah, be the only A. Let's, let's support our local bakers. It'll be the only A so and, far. And if you know one, sleep Woo. with them. If you know one, sleep with them. That's perfect. <laughs> that is... All right. And anybody in here that... Chris, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> Getting laid. <laughs> if anybody in here regularly takes, like, uh, prescriptions for their uh, blood pressure medication, you're going to need it for this question. All right? Get ready. This is the creme de la creme, iconic fishing outing element you could run into. It's none other than the one and only Lake Louse. What is a Lake Louse, you might if say? If there's any other answer than, than F, I'm going to be a little yeah. confused here. Um, Sean, go ahead and, get, and tell our listeners what exactly a Lake Louse is. What, what makes that up? Oh, God. It's, the definition is broadening by the year. I mean, we know that. But it's basically a recreational motorized idiot on the water. Is that, is that a good definition? It's so far, you're, you're it's, playing it's right in my wheelhouse. And usually they have a tactic where they see somebody fishing and have to go as close as possible, as fast as possible. Yep. Um, they may or may not smell like White Claws. <laughs> okay, that often is they do. 50, 50, depends on the species. Yep. Or Mexican brickweed. Sometimes you get that too. <laughs> or despair. Yeah. And, or despair. But, but all of them do tend to smell like Axe. <laughs> axe body spray, Yes. No, you know, it's funny. I, just this week, I, I forget, was it Roadkill Nick? Somebody had sent me a DM this week, and they're just like, does this count if as, a, as, as lake lice? And it was a snowmobile. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent it does. It's that motorized vehicle term that I think you got to throw out there, you know? If you're like in Idaho and you're ice fishing and there's like three feet of ice and people are driving trucks out there, trucks and SUVs can be lake lice. 100%. It's, it's insanity. Fair enough. Um, How about bass boaters? See, I will say this. Occasionally, there... Sounds like you fish from a kayak. Sounds like you fish from a... Motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but Joe has a beautiful Skeeter that just so happens to match my truck perfectly. I'm just saying, we could make this happen. Um, I, I will say this much. I think most folks in bass boats are... While they've landed in the FTG category, they're not pulling anywhere near the amount of like bullshit that's going on as like jet skis and wreck boaters and all this other stuff, like all the other lake lights that fall in there. Jet skis, I think, are the biggest one. If anything, they're like the hood ornament of the truck of lake lights that's barreling toward the boat ramp to park it appropriately. Bobby's had to do a run with me yeah, around, oh a bunch of, <laughs> around a bunch of wreck boaters on the Connecticut River. On Memorial Day weekend, by the way. Yep. Someone had a tournament on Memorial Day weekend, and our dumbasses were, oh, you were there, too. It was fun. Sean was there, we too. We did a run. Yeah, yeah, was, there yeah, was a lot of puckering going on. We're going to say that. Um, we were in spots where I was looking over the boat, and I'm like, I could count rocks. It's we're, They were that shallow. I acted like I knew what I was doing, but I was like, he I was, was, trying I to was doing the same thing. Yeah. Was like, oh, there was a moment where we both got airborne, and we looked at each other and high-fived. It was like, <laughs> yeah! It was like a commercial for Pizza Hut in the late 80s. That's what it was like. It was out of this world. Uh, let's go play Galaga. No, I think, I think I have to give them an F. I think, Joe, what do you think? Do you, do you think you give them an F? 100%. 100% an F. Now, I'm just looking at the screen right now. We're counting down the last 10 seconds here to get the, the vote. Now, keep in mind, we have 21 devices connected. Uh, 
19 of them are connected. We have a solid 19 as the E option, F. Uh, there we go. And the fastest one, the one that was most upset, hot dog water. There we go. Hot dog water. Got a question for you. What kind of boat does your father own? <laughs> your father, That's awesome. your, your father should, I believe he owns a rec boat and a pontoon boat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. That's Oof. amazing. Um, what I, membership. What I'd like to do here is now bump everything up one grade and put that as the sole F. When you're unanimous, you deserve a special place in hell. You know what? All right. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. All we got to do is bump up the parking pros to a D, and I think that that's fair. Do you think, all right. Think yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Because we can't go any higher on the A, but we'll do that. So that'll be that F right there. This is a big one. And, you know, guys, we are in Chicopee, Massachusetts. Chicopee, Massachusetts has no shortage of these anglers. It's just a magic little thing. Oh, um, boy. We call them the White Bucket Brigade. Um, the White Bucket Brigade, generally, these are those folks that go out and they don't pay attention to any of the regulations in fishing whatsoever. They're essentially poaching most of the time. You know, that's really what it gets down to. Um, keeping every last thing that they catch. And it sucks. Um, because you, you talk to... And I will say this. There are some... And, and a lot of people like to think that the White Bucket Brigade doesn't exist in Massachusetts for bass. Wrong. It 100% does. And these folks that are eating large bass, you can tell. You can tell because they speak a little slower. They don't really finish sentences completely. Um, you, it's almost as if they've had a lobotomy because the high heavy metal levels of these predators that they're eating are slowly rotting their gray matter. This is science. It just is. Um, I had a short story. They don't listen to the podcast. I don't think they can figure out how to find a podcast. There was a couple of uh, players at my trivia that found out that I host this podcast um, and asked if I like fishing. I think I was actually wearing the Jigs and Bigs t-shirt uh, to trivia this one night. And after talking with them, I was like, you guys don't catch and release much, do you? And they're like, oh, hell no, man. We eat everything we catch. And I'm like, uh, that's why your scores are the way they are in smartphone trivia. It's pretty obvious. You should see a doctor. Um, something could be done. It, I don't know. White Bucket Brigade is just... They just bring me down. You know? What do you guys think? I'm going to go with a D. They're doing it to themselves. They, they bring are. you down. Yeah. And they're the guys that are going to ask, hey, nice catch. You going to keep that muskrat? Oh, my God. And they'll fire they're at the bucket. They don't right. give a shit. Yeah. Like, I got a little Coleman stove in the back of my car. I'll go ahead and fire this sucker up. We'll make some fritters. Muskrat fritters. Mm, I can taste the fucking BCBs. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know they're up to the white the white bucket brigade you know they're up to no good when they're there by yourself and then you start to like you pull in and all yeah. of a sudden they're out of there like, oh yeah they pack their shit and oh gone. that's a good they're like oh yep. this guy this guy follows the rules yeah, yep. he's a rule follower so we have an interesting situation on the board we have a c and a d that are tied at six votes each um the other two the other other next heaviest one is the uh four votes for an e uh which is or, or for an for a failing grade i guess um I think we could probably settle this as a D, the way it looks, kind of as the vote. We'll call that a D. Um, and you're right, they are. They're doing it to themselves. It's shitty. Binya with the fastest correct answer there. Nice job, Binya. Um, yeah, let's go ahead. We'll put those guys in the, deep, the D spot. 
There's a lot of D's. D's and C's are all tied up right now. I can't wait to show you guys this whole deal. You can't, you can't spell lead poisoning without a D. You can't spell lead poisoning without a D. If that ain't a fact, Jack. I love it. Next one. This one's going to get people fired up, and nobody in this room does this. Nobody, I'm sure of it. We're talking spot burners. How iconic is that? Spot burners. This could also maybe fall into that clueless angler thing not knowing anything and just blowing up a spot that's been really, really fantastic, you know? And part of the worst part about spot burners, in my opinion, is that sometimes you don't know, you know? Like, you don't know the anglers that you're screwing over because you thought that that stump was producing fish that was awesome and you found, like, an oasis and come to find out there's, like, 50 other dudes that count on that to get that kicker that they need in a tournament, you know? So it's kind of tough. You don't know who you're screwing over. What do you guys think about spot burners? I got two thoughts on this. Yep. There's the internet spot burners. Yeah. Um, and you, you, I think generally that affects ice fishing, so it doesn't affect me too much. But with with spot burning, I mean, we live in the most one of the most populous states mm-hmm. in the nation. How much is left to burn? There's not. There's no secrets left out in this state. I don't give yeah. a shit. I'm going to give him a C. Fuck it. Going with a C? Yeah. How do you care. feel, Joe? This might not be a popular answer, but uh, I, I tell people where I've caught fish. Like, yeah. I, I want to see other people catch fish, too. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not sitting there putting on the internet, but maybe I'm a spot burner. I don't know. But I I'm, think if I'm catching fish, I, you know, and, it's, and it has nothing to do with a tournament. I do not burn spots or tell people spots if I'm about to fish a tournament. Where are you doing a tourney? Yeah. 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 But other than different. that. I yeah. Hey man, I caught this fish here. Like try to try to hit it up. I think there is um, a world of difference between selling, telling somebody you know um, about a spot that's produced or trying to like right. again. I think right. in, in, to some extent that comes into growing the sport. The following the, the the thing that really bothers me are those folks that will scour the internet. And look, that's how they fish. And I think that's the difference. Like, if you're looking on the internet at pictures and you're like, I know what that building is. I know, oh, oh, he caught that good fish there. I'm going to go there. If that's how you do your homework before you go and hit the water, I think you're a piece of shit. Well, you you have the apps, too, that you can go look at. Yeah, uh, we've talked about those. Yep, and people are, you know, obviously trolling it because, you know, there was a couple peacock bass caught up at the Chicopee, you know, river. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) <laughs> Clearly, some peacock. Shut bass. your mouth. So we have this is interesting. No votes for an A, no votes for a B. We've got four of you that voted for a C, five of you that voted for a D, but six of you voted for an F. So that's an F taking the dub for the uh, spot burners from the crowd. What do you guys think is for? And that was Fish Daddy too, by the way, with the fastest correct answer there. Um, what do you guys think? Look, I'm just going to scale this. Are they as bad as Lake Lice? I mean, we yes. have we have a, yes. a fucking no. basement here. We have a floor. Yeah, you give them a D. At yeah, least, I, could, I, I, mean, could, I could. I could. say we could probably. Give we, them we're going to have to top Lake Lace. That's really where we're going. With that's this. that's a tough one. So far, we got a lot of D's. <laughs> uh, nobody's as bad. <laughs> yes, we do. Nobody's as bad as Lake Lace. This one's interesting because I, I, you can love or hate this depending on how you look at it. Uh, we're talking about the catching anything crowd. 
This is when you're at like uh, a spot that's got um, either a good amount of houses or like a hiking trail that goes around the pond and people will see you and automatically assume that you want to stop what you're doing and have a conversation about if and when you're catching, you know, what it is that you're catching. Um, I find myself, because I sometimes just can't shut up. You guys, listeners of the show, probably figured that out. Sometimes I just can't keep my mouth shut. And I will waste so much time talking to somebody that doesn't give a shit at all, genuinely, about what I'm telling them. They're not going to be like, oh, really? Take out a telescopic rod and start flipping that brush pile I've been working. That's not going to happen. Um... So for me, it's irritating because of like just the waste of time. I'd rather just just leave me alone. It's all good. What do you guys think grade-wise? Like, I don't think it's a terrible thing. I think we got to go, me? I would probably give him a B. I'm, I'm going to cut this in the middle. Normally, I'm happy to talk to people. And sure. They would normally get a B from me. And I usually do. Hey, how's yeah. it going? Great day out. Yeah, I'm catching, catching something, especially like lake, uh, lake, lake um, waterfront owners. You know what I mean? They're, they're generally happy to talk. It's, hey, we, those are f- great. Fishing's been good. But then there's the ones that are Ds because you ask, they ask, hey, how you doing? And you say, good. And they turn around and say, I hooked up a 12-inch Daryl oh, with Jesus. three treble hooks, and I caught an eight-pounder here. You can't do that. Okay, fuck you then. Yeah, so exactly. I'm going to cut it in the middle give him a C, because there's both. I can and they're see plentiful. That. Well, and C is the majority winner right here with nine votes right there. Taking the good C. with the bad right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. What about you, Joe? What do you think with a C? So you got a C from the crowd. Me, personally, I'm going to give a D only because I'm way too introverted to talk to people I don't know. Fair enough. Okay. I don't like... T- yeah, that's the one. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 right. I can see that too, because usually I'm baked, and uh, that's a good thing. But it'll keep <laughs> me talking, and that's part of the problem. Fish Daddy's wife, by the way, with the fastest uh, vote right there for the winning one. Fish Daddy's wife, nice job. Um, yeah, I could say. So we're saying C or D. I could probably. That's two for a C. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead. We're gonna call. It, we're gonna give him a C. We'll give it the C. You know, middle of the row. We got three more left, guys, and that's it. I appreciate you guys for sticking this out, and we'll see, uh, we'll see how it goes. But this next one right here, this is like a subset of lake lice, and I uh, took so much pride in this picture for this question. These are pleasure boaters, you know? And the worst time of year, in my opinion, when this happens is when the cooler weather starts coming in the fall. The leaves are changing. You know, pumpkin spice is everywhere. I'm out in my kayak or, or maybe out in, a, in, in, in Joe's boat. And you'll, you'll see these, like, these pleasure boaters on these pontoon boats looking to get that one last rip in. And I'm like, all you're doing is burning gas, you idiot. Like, what are you actually doing here? Um, or you'll see them like in this illustration where there's a fire on the back end of the boat because they can't handle their grill properly or whatever they're doing on the water. What do you guys think about pleasure boaters? I have the exact 180 degree argument from you. I think lake lice are a subspecies of pleasure boater. So I, nothing's oh. as bad as lake lice. I, I mean, D or C, I don't, I don't even care. C, D, B, whatever. whatever gotcha. you want. They're, they're quiet generally. They keep to themselves. Most of them give you room when you're in a kayak. I don't care. They're not lake lice. <laughs> they aren't lake lice. I'll give you that. I'm going to go ahead and start the timer. Everybody got their vote in. Joe, what do you think about pleasure boaters? So when I think pleasure boaters, I'm thinking just that. The, the pontoon boats that are just doing the five-mile-an-hour laps around the lake. They, don't, they generally don't bother me by any means. So I'm going to go ahead and give them a B. This is the most interesting spread that we've seen. We have two that are tied with six votes each. One is a C and one is an F. 
Hmm. That's crazy. We have four of you that went with a D. I think D is a great spot for them. Myself. Joe, what do you think? Uh, I mean, that goes completely against what I just said, but whatever. <laughs> Fuck me, I guess. What do you think? You're saying... I don't, I don't even give a shit. You like, don't even I, give again, a shit? Again, they're not Lake Lace unless they're really out of control with their they're shit. They're really not. So I, I don't care. Anything, but not I'm, F. Not F. I'm going to go ahead and do this. We're going to mark the win from the crowd. We're going to call it the C, okay? But what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it on the list as a D hot dog water with the fast <laughs> fingers there. Figures. Um, and, and, you know, like, that's the thing. I feel like hot dog water has living the lake life culture as long... Knows. If anybody has the experience... It's hot dog water. True. It is. Uh, all right, so we'll go ahead. We'll throw the D on there. Uh, next <laughs> yeah, we will. Thing, well, that's exactly what's happening. Um, let's go ahead. We'll move on to our next one. What is the screen I need? This one here. We got three more to go. No, two more to go. I take that back. This one's going to ruffle some feathers. The YouTube superstar. What do you guys think? How iconic is this fishing stereotype right here? I'm talking about the one that's like, you know, and this can, this can be a wide range. These are folks that are maybe catching fish, doing a quick release, being, uh, you know, responsible with where they are with land, things like that. Um, this one's a hard C from everybody. That is a hard C from everybody right there in the, in the crowd. What do you guys think about the YouTube superstars? After you, Joe. I'm going to give them a C, only because... It's two hard Cs. Only because I will argue this to the death. YouTube has done great for our sport in the last yeah. 10 years. Yep. That's getting the younger crowd in there, um, up and coming, because we live in a generation where the kids are stuck to their, stuck to their TVs, tablets, whatever. So they've done great. However, you do have some of your assholes on there. And sure. But, so that's what... That's why I'm going to give it a C. Halfway C. through. Fair enough. What do you think? C Sean? for don't care. For every good one that's out there, there's another one that pretends to be a good one. Starts the, every episode with "Hey guys," well, and and then says we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and in the middle of it, we're going to break six laws and do it on camera. I I agree. Yeah, I think I think actually C is a great spot yeah. for that. I'm glad. I think it fits the bill. It's a good good fit. C is really good. This is, we got a strong midsection. You C's get degrees and the D's, none of these. We work our cores. We really do. Get strong abs. That's, that's really good. Now, this one here, like I said, at one point or another, I feel like a lot of us have been in these situations. Like, I definitely know when I first started fishing, I was an ultralight enthusiast. 100%. All I need is my ultralight. That's it. And then I catch a big fish and break off, and I'm like, well, shit, you know? Um... So we've all kind of been there, but what about this one here? What is uh, your, your thoughts on this? Fishing podcasters. Um, how iconic are fishing podcasters here, guys? We'll go ahead and start that 10-second timer. Um, I mean, it's a fishing stereotype. You know, you're talking about folks that are going to be on the water, shove a microphone in your face to get your feedback on the conditions. What do you guys think about fishing podcasters? We have a good, non-biased opinion here. I think it's obvious we have to bump up the lake lice. We've got a new bottom now. We do. We do have a new bottom. Unfortunately, the crowd all went with an A. Nine of them. <laughs> Bunch of kiss asses. You guys are it's all because we haven't done asses. the raffle yet. <laughs> the fastest one? That was Sarah right there. Nice job, Sarah. Hell yeah. You um, got to have her tell us why. She lied. <laughs> she knows why. That's she it. That's, that's the one reason. Fuck yeah. Sarah was Fair on enough. Show. Hell to the yeah. 
That is awesome. So what do you guys think as far as um, how we should uh, rate this? Um, you know, there's a bunch of them that say A, you know, I mean, do we get a vote or do we have to leave it just the crowd? No, let's leave it as it is. We got, we've got the best of the best. We got the worst of the worst and a yep. bunch in the middle. I think we're fine with that. So, no, I'm talking about where are we going to put fishing podcasters? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what, what did the crowd say? A? Crowd said A, yeah. Oh, right at the top. Tip of Again, the spear. Again, we have to consider... It's totally unbiased. We have to consider totally the, the raffle was not done yet. That's they're just, true. They're just greasing us up. Do we give it a B? What's, what's the A right now? I can't see. The A right now is the build your own baits guy. Are we cooler than the build your own baits people? No. I mean, we might. No. Wow. says no. That was a hard no. That was a hard no. Guys, I'm going to show you the... Uh, oh, let's get rid of this. I'm going to show you guys the tier list so you can see what we're dealing with now. Um, it's a little bit small. I apologize. What do you think, Joe? Do we go A, listen to the crowd, you know, or do we just say? We do an A+. plus. We do an A+. plus. This is where that S tier See, this, this is where we drop. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is where the bait guys go to B. B for bait. You know what? Fight club. Fight. That's how we figured out. Fight. Let, let, well, no, let's have a kumite. Get I mean, the broken we, glass and the glue. We can put them both at A. Like, it's, that, that is 100% okay. We're just ranking each one individual. All right, let's do it. Competing. Let's do it, because I love all of our bait makers that we know. Let's, I know, and just, the people have spoken. And We're going to go ahead and do it. I'm to be on the same level as you. Hell yeah. I'm going to download this sucker tonight, guys, and we're going to post it so everybody can see it. But that is our tier list. The only F right there is the Lake Louse. Uh, we got Ds for Karens, the Boat Ramp Parking Crowd, the White Bucket Brigade, the Spot Burners, and the Pleasure Boaters. C grade, which seems to be where the action is, and I've heard that before. Fly Fisherman, uh, the, the, uh, the guy without a clue. Uh, what do we have? What's that other one? Uh, oh, the ultralight enthusiast, the uh, the catch anything crowd, and the YouTubers. Those are a C, kind of middle of the road. But that I think is where the action is. We gave a B. <laughs> we gave a B to the big swim bait exclusive crowd and the everything has to match. And then for the A tier, the premium tier, we have our bait makers. We have fishing podcasters. Well, if that isn't the most accurate thing I have ever heard, folks, that is absolutely amazing. Scientific results right there, I, I think it is. It truly is. That's like, can we get Stephen Hawking? Is What's going on with him lately? He's a little um, busy. He is a little busy. Uh, so, let's go ahead. We'll pop that there. There we go. All right. Um, you know what? I think we've done really, really great. We're going to go ahead and uh, take a quick break from our first segment here. Great opportunity to refresh your drinks. We're going to take about a 10-minute break. Uh, also good for bathrooms and such, and we will see you guys in a bit. Don't go too far. We'll be back with more Jigs and Bigs right after this. Jigs and Bigs wants to take a moment to say thank you to our partners for helping us continue to push the limits of our fishing adventures and bring you amazing long-form podcast content. We need to thank Dark Horse Tackle, Omnia Fishing, A Bay Lure, The Bay House, and The Ship Motel. We can't forget about Three Bells Outfitters, Torres Sunglasses, and of course, Reaction Tackle. Be sure to check the description of this podcast for any associated affiliate links or promo codes they've generously provided our listening audience. Again, we cannot thank our partners enough for their support. Please consider supporting them and supporting the show in the same process. Thanks.
you. Yeah, you. The one with the impeccable taste in fishing podcasts. Bobby Roast Beef here with a little call to action for all Jigs and Bigs listeners. We're opening up our hotline to you. Now you can call us to sound off about almost anything at 413-324-8519. Want to submit someone for our FTG segment? Call us at 413-324-8519. Care to maybe suggest a topic for just the tip or bait of the week? Call us at 413-324-8519. Maybe you just want to give us or anyone else a little shout out on the show, or you want to suggest a guest for the beef seat. You guessed it. Call us at 413-324-8519. The Jigs and Bigs hotline is there for you to leave a message with us 24-7. Just call 413-324-8519. Also, you can check that number in the notes of this podcast. guys so this week's ftg oddly enough did not happen at bass pro shops as those of you guys know uh the last three weeks we've had stories come in of just people acting a fool at uh johnny morris's spot and uh it's it's getting a little crazy but this week that's about as refreshing as it gets i'm gonna go ahead and read this story that sean had sent over to me from yahoo news uh it's, it's headline reads, man filmed demanding Asian father and son stop fishing in Australian waters. It says a man was filmed berating an Asian man and his son while they were fishing, claiming that they were not allowed to fish as the area belonged to Australian waters, not international waters. What happened uh, in the video, it was uploaded to TikTok on Sunday. Uh, the user name is at Cooter Cowgirl. Uh, they can be seen approaching the racist man wearing a Southern Cross hoodie while he was telling the Asian man and his child by the lakeside to leave. You need to leave, the woman filming tells the man in the hoodie. Go away. Why are you yelling at them? They're just fishing. This is Australian water, and I've got family in the ADF, and their country just nuked an Australian vessel. They are Chinese, the man replies. Seemingly referring to an incident where Royal Australian Navy uh, divers faced minor injuries during the, an altercation with a Chinese warship off the coast of Japan in November. The Asian man tries to argue with him, that, uh, and the woman assures him, don't stress, and proceeds to confront the man in the hoodie, saying, you're so embarrassing, you need to go away. Do you have nothing better to do with your day? It's a lovely day, and you're here yelling at these two poor people. Not international water. In the second part of the confrontation, the racist man asserts that the woman is infringing on his Australian rights by recording him. Then he repeats, this water is not international water. No Chinese tourists fishing in Australia here. This is local water before ascending from the lake bank. He then tells the Asian man to uh, address the matter with his dictator, uh, Xi Jinping, saying, before saying in slow, broken English, because my family had bad sonar nuked on them in international waters. So this water, Australian water, you stay away. I see Chinese fishing in local pond in suburban area. Not good. The recording then ends as the man walks away. Uh, the video has since gone viral on TikTok, garnering more than 144,000 views. Many views praise the woman for standing up for the Asian family while others condemn the man's actions. Um, that's just some bullshit right there. 
Roy asshole. Wait, go ahead one more time. Oh, that was Karen. Australian for ourselves. I think that about sums it up really from all of us. It is just insane. We had a conversation in last week's episode about uh, some um, a, a specific uh, set comment section uh, of, a, of a reel that was posted from an apparel company. And Sean, to his credit, went and broke this a cross section of it down statistically and found that the majority of comments, or I should say the second most, by a hair. A hair. A short, a hair. short and curly. A very short, curly hair uh, were racist and bigoted comments. And I've got no time for that in the fishing community whatsoever. I, I'll absolutely put a stop to it immediately. Um, you know, I'm just kind of bummed out we're not talking about Bass Pro this week. I'm a little shocked that we're not talking about <laughs> yeah. Bass Pro this week. Nice, nice interlude into racism. This is good. <laughs> there you, there you go, Joe. Hate. We're good. You there know. you go. We try to cover all the bases we, here at Digs and Bakes. We got it all, you know, Bass Pro shops. And, you know, um, you know and, it, and it's also funny, like, what, international, I wonder where in Australia they were, if they were inland or if they were on the coast. They, I would assume they're on the coast. No idea. Yeah. Don't know enough about Australia. Uh, I, just, I just don't understand. It does not make any sense. Uh, so here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to go ahead and jump into the raffle right now. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We're going to jump into the raffle. Why is that? I'm sorry. Just, it was a hell of a transition right there. I just, I'm thinking about it. We don't have any gear of the week to talk about anything like that. We have an amazing interview. Let's go ahead. We're going to jump into the raffle. We're going to give away some prizes, get to it, so we can get things moving along. So we have 29 amazing prizes. I'm going to go ahead and do it now, and uh, we're going to find out exactly who these winners are. And Sean is going to, uh, as I call out a prize number, he is going to tell me what the name is on there. Now, some of these names are uh, nicknames that we have for some folks, and uh, some of these names are others. I'm going to make my, I'm going to move my rotund ass over here. Just want to make sure that we are, in fact, recording here. We are. We're good. We're good. That would have been bad, but we're good. All right, so we are starting out. You okay, dear? Okay. All right, let's start out. Uh, prize number one, we have this amazing cheese board. Uh, I was pressing buttons. Oh, you were pressing buttons. <laughs> Do you need some help? All right, I just need to scroll up because I've got... It's uh, not a touchscreen. I know that. I really, not that I bougie. figured that one out before I started pressing buttons. Um, I need to go up, Bobby. So two have... fingers on the touchpad glided up and down. Two, use it. two fingers, Sean. Got it. Oh my God, oh I God, fucking you broke, broke it. it. You broke it. I broke it. All right, here we are. Well, let's have the Mac guy do it. There we oh, there go. There we go. Oh, look at oh, that Oh, look I, how good Joe is with two fingers. I've That's never amazing. Used a, I've never used a touchpad that way. Now we're, we're learning right. shit. <laughs> All this shit's going to get cut out of the show. Uh, or maybe not. Maybe not. What's our first name? Who's the winner? We have a cheese board here that comes to us courtesy from, uh, this is from Christina's shop uh, all the way up in Alexandria Bay. This is really nice. We got George Chapman. George Chapman. No, skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Wait. (laughs) Lactose lactose intolerance? There you go. Rig. Enjoy. See, now you even have a prize runner. Prize number two. This was a surprise one. This is a $100 gift card to a, a great restaurant, Casa de Lisa in Agawam. Great Italian food, great seafood. Who's our winner for our second prize? Very appropriately, Cinnamon Rim Jobs. Cinnamon Wonder- Rim Jobs. Look at that. Now, Cinnamon Rim Jobs. 
is half of this duo that play trivia. Two different teams. They keep it classy. They play separately. I like that. They don't muddy the waters. But they play with me regularly at Casa de Lisa. They just got themselves a $100 gift card. Look at that. Uh, what is prize? <laughs> Your face when he said cinnamon rim jobs was, this is all worth it. All of the, I had hair before we started this. Uh, number three, we have another amazing offering. This is a, a beautiful photograph of a little lighthouse and a ship passing in the night. <laughs> Who's the winner of this fine piece of art? Oh God, get, get somebody ready to help her. Cinnamon rim jobs. <laughs> oh my God. I wanted you to do some cardio. Uh, you know what? This is good. I'm getting my steps in. Uh, those edibles are starting to kick in. I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight. Cinnamon rim jobs. And everybody gets to see me saunter, which I like. I, I think, you know what? It's For a big man, he moves with such grace. Us, us, you know, us trivia goers, I think we're a little desensitized now to all the shit that goes on at your trivia yeah. events, Bobby. And like, I said that and didn't even wince. Oh, my God. The ship motel? Yes. Oh. Why don't you walk over to, to Chris and Christina, have, us, uh, have them say a few words about the ship motel. Yeah, actually, that's a really good idea. Guys, could you, you tell us a little bit about the ship motel? <laughs> no. Hey, hey, cinnamon, cinnamon rim jobs. <laughs> Let me just say, if, if you guys are going to fish up in the uh, St. Lawrence River, Alexandria Bay area, this is, you, you, you can stay up there at the ship motel. Good stuff. Ship. Chris, do you want to say shit. a few words? Uh, sure. <laughs> no, I changed He changed his mind. I, I don't blame him. Who's our winner of this prize? This was uh, Kevin Mahoney. Who is it? Kevin Mahoney. Kevin Mahoney. That's one of our online winners. Okay. Congrats to Kevin. One of our Kevin. online winners. I haven't said congrats to Cinnamon Rim Jobs. <laughs> and congrats to George Chapman. <laughs> Chris that's and Christina ate that whole thing of edibles on that table. <laughs> All right, so that's number four. Number five. Number five. What do we got? Number five, I have this picture here, which is signed by the artist. A nice shot of the bank. I believe this is Alexandria Bay. Oh, it's Chickabee State Park. Oh, it is Chickabee <laughs> State Park. You can tell. You can tell. The box of Marlboro Reds and the swollen white Senko 10 feet off the bank. Right next to the used condom. Exactly. <laughs> What do we got? Who's the winner of this fine piece of art? That was number six, right? Uh, no, that was number five. five. Janelle Orsino. Janelle Orsino. That's our guest on the show this week. And uh, I'm going to have to mail this to her, which is great. Maybe, maybe they'll hang this up in the new bus that they're converting to travel the world in. This could be interesting. Uh, that was number five. Where is number six? Number six is fancy. Fancy. Number six, we have these matching... Uh, mug and shot glass pairing right here. These are beautifully handcrafted uh, drinkware. Who's our winner for these? Antonio Lavarone. Antonio Lavarone. That's another online winner. Good. You've got to be kidding me. That is crazy. We got a lot of shipping to do. All right. Uh, let's see. That's number six. We're looking for number seven. Another gift card. This is another restaurant, Central Massachusetts. It's actually a twofer. It's a gift card for the Porterhouse Restaurant in Sturbridge and Sturbridge Seafood. Uh, you can go either, whatever your preference is. What do we have, Sean? Who's winning this puppy? Simply Aaron. Simply Aaron. There we go. Look at that. 
affectionately known as Quizdifer Walken, the Quizdifer Walken to his cinnamon rim job, if you know what I mean. Here we go, Aaron. Excellent job. Uh, how about number eight? When I get my fat ass over there, we'll know what that prize is. What is number eight? We've got a couple of nice photographs. This one fishing themed. Uh, we have a bunch of lures, what looks like on a workbench with a couple of bobbers. We also have a couple of sexy laydowns with some ducks. Loons. Who? Loons. Oh, How dare you? They're loons. Oh, my God. Cupcake Coley would have a stroke. Yes. Um, who's the winner of these two fine pieces of art? This is our friend, friend of the show, long time Roadkill Nick. Oh, it's Roadkill Nick. I'm going to bring we'll these. bring you to Ohio to Columbus and we'll give them to Nick Leon at Oldfields. He'll love it. He'll love it. Uh, let's see. He does need to keep watching on the roads. Uh, this is a good one, guys. We got a Dark Horse Tackle Box. And uh, I don't even know it's in this sucker completely yet. Um, it's pretty fancy. I know two people we could ask. Yeah. They might even be here. Do you guys want to talk about what's in this box? Guys, if, if it is proprietors of Dark Horse Tackle. We've got Josh Chitwood and Zach Fullard. It's just a January box. It's the one we just recently packed. We had an extra one. Two, three, four, five, six. That's beautiful. Who doesn't love extra stuff? Who is... Yep. There's some multi-species gems in there. You told me that earlier. I'm looking forward to this. Who is the winner of this January Dark Horse Tackle box? Dan Kinney. Dan Kinney. Where's Dan? He just left. We'll send it to him. <laughs> we'll send it to him. All right. Uh, let's see. Next up, that was number nine. Number 10, we have some fishy stuff right here. This is a little uh, topwater box right here. Uh, we got some good stuff laid out here. Who's the winner of this? Well, I know who won it, and I know who's going to use it. Christina Mellowship. Christina Mellowship. <laughs> Look at that. Now, I should let you know that you do, in fact, have a quarter ounce Lunker Hunt spider in here, uh, which is vintage. We can sign that if necessary. I'm putting we, it between the two of you guys. Because Chris is going to use the spider. Purse out of the way or anything. <laughs> I'd be that guy. All right. What are we at? That was what, number 10? We have number 11 right here. This is a twofer. Something for the home. Something for your tackle box. Something very nice for your tackle box. This bait right here is a jointed uh, walk, uh, jointed wake bait, and it is a collaboration bait from A Bay Lure Lab, doing the paint, doing the woodworking, Klondike Custom Creations. Very, very, very interesting bait. Uh, who is the winner of this fine prize? Oh, Bobby, you're, you're forgetting the other half. That oh, the other half. The beautiful wood uh, Lazy Susan that was donated by Abe yes. also goes with it. I decided to make this a combo because what goes better with a Lazy Susan than the, the best painted jointed wake bait I've ever seen in my life? A giant jointed yeah. wake bait. Absolutely. Who's the winner? All right. Everyone brace yourselves. Cinnamon rim. Shut the hell up. Are you serious? Oh, my God. How many fucking tickets did you buy? A thousand. We should have mentioned beforehand, we had a discussion about this last week and we decided to let multiple winners go in the hope of people buying more tickets. And it obviously worked because... It clearly did. If I mean, that's an excellent Lazy Susan that somebody spent five to $10,000 on. That bait is wonderful. I, oh, you did? Look at that. Oh, they said, Joe picked the right seat to sit in right there. Nice job. Uh, we've got, so that was number, what, I believe 11? 
Where is number 12? What do we have here? Oh, I should say that that, uh, that, that, that uh, Lazy Susan is from North Country Woodworking. I have the paperwork here if you guys want it. I'll leave it right over here. Where is number 12? Well, this is a good one for the office. You know what? And I'm going to double down on this. We have a Thousand Islands calendar as well as a Bolt Castle mouse pad. Great for your office. But no office is really complete unless they have a topless Timmy Jakes calendar as well. Because if anybody knows, topless Timmy Jakes ties together anybody's office. Brian, I have a spare if you need one for your office. Boom. Where, who's this going to, Sean? Cheryl Bentley. Cheryl Bentley. Cheryl needs more Tim nipples in her life. You know, what's funny, Cheryl actually has one of these going to her. Now she's got two. All righty. Okay. We'll do one we'll for home, ahead. one for the office. We'll go ahead and we'll do that. Oh my God. We have another gift card for the ship motel. Mellow ships, you're too kind to us. Oh my God. Qu- number 13. Oh, this is beautiful. Is this that same castle? This is gorgeous. This looks like it's some type of acrylic. Oh, this is very fancy. This is beautiful. And is this that same castle? Both cancel? Yeah. So this is something great for the home. Who is the winner of this prize? 13, correct? Uh, this is number 13, yes. Yep. Aaron. Aaron, look at that. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are winning something. I mean, you know, save a little bit of something for, for the rest of our team. Christian, uh, Christian, be sure to thank that table for all the donations. Yeah. <laughs> this is wild. That's gorgeous, too. It's absolutely beautiful and very light, too. So you can hang that puppy wherever you want. No studs necessary. Am I right, hon? Let's go ahead and move on to question, or uh, not question, Shit, prize mean? number 14. This is another gift card for the Ship Motel. No shag carpet. No theme rooms. I just hit that. (laughs) That's the Pines. You guys can go there later. It's in Chicopee. What do we have here? Ship Motel? Shut up. That's number 14. Yep. We're going to swap that with number 15. Okay. Okay. We're going to give that to Kevin Mahoney, another multiple winner. This is going to Kevin Kevin Mahoney? Kevin Mahoney, yep. Okay. Who is... Let's go ahead and do number 15. We have a beautiful print here. This one has a tag on it. It's from Scarlett Tenager, uh, and it is a real feather on hand-printed image. Beautiful frame. Wh- who is winning this one? We're going to give that to Binya. Binya! Binya! Look at that. All right. Uh, number 16. This one is interesting for the tackle box, or maybe actually for the cooler, maybe for the boat. Uh, or, or for the home, it's a small cutting board in the shape of a fish. Little charcuterie. Yeah, a little snackle box, if you will. Sean, who's, this get, who's getting this? Hold your breath. I'm holding. Cinnamon rim jobs. Cin- <laughs> this is, this Rous- is amazing. This is applause. truly amazing. Um, this is not going to end well for Riffle Raffle. Uh, <laughs> I've done this a bunch. Congratulations. Um, we'll go ahead and... I have a cart that you guys can use to wheel your stuff out if it's easier. You can use the human lifter to move it along. That was number 16. Now we're on number 17. This is another Casa de Lisa gift card. That goes to Christina Mellowship. Christina Mellowship. Look at that. Hold on. Let me do this the right way. Christina, here you go. That's much better. See? See? I learned quick. 
So that's 17. We have 18. This is a beautiful hand-painted Christmas ornament. Who's, go who's this going to? Janelle Orsino. Jan Janelle Orsino. All right, we'll pop this guy over here. This is another one to ship. All right, cool. That is 18. 19 is a little three-piece. We've got some wax potpourri melts from the river. We have a, uh, a hand-poured candle. We also have some... Uh, Lakeside Lodge. This is something like a, a moisturizer or a lotion. That is Cheryl Bentley again. Get that Cheryl, package oh ready for God, her. Oh my God, Cheryl Bentley. All right. This is more shipping than I wanted to do. I'm not going to lie to you guys. We're going to double this one up. We're going to throw a pair of Torridge sunglasses in here. We have another really nice smaller print. Is this also a loon or is this a cormorant? That is a loon. Nobody, that is nobody a loon. paints cormorants. They're dirty, disgusting animals. The state of New York wants them exterminated. It's all good. We like loons. Loons are pretty because they have white dots on them. <laughs> Who's getting this wonderful print? That is Alex, uh, Alec Plotnikevich. Oh, Alec Plotnikevich. Jacked Alec's name up. I'm last, sorry, Alec. Last week's guest right there. He could definitely use another, another pair of sunglasses. So we're at 20, 21. A very fishy prize. A very, very, very fishy prize. This is an A-Bay Lure mixed bag, if you will, of amazing baits. We've also got some Adirondack uh, hand soap that uh, is apparently fisherman approved. What do we have for this little gift pat bag? The bearded angler. The bearded angler. Look at that. Joe, nice job. <laughs> I know you guys are over here thinking, oh, Bobby's the bearded angler. Uh, I'm not the only one. That's, uh, that's a common thing. Here you go, Joe. Congratulations. You got a nice little plopper bait in here, a square bill. Looks like a jerk bait and a swim bait, all kinds of good stuff. Enjoy. Catch a donkey on one of those. All right, next prize. That was number 21. Next up, number 22. Uh, it's another A-Bay lure gift bag of all kinds of goodies. So this one has a popper in it, jerk bait. Who's the winner here? You know where you're going with that, right? Cinnamon rim jobs? Cinnamon rim jobs. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Christian is hand delivering this with Christian hugs is more like, than likely. Hold on a second. How many, how many tickets has this man bought? Number 23. We have a beautiful handcrafted bowl here, enamel. This is, might be might even be stoneware. Who is the winner of this? Number 23. Antonio Leverone again, so that can get shipped out Leverone. to him. Antonio yeah. Leverone. All right. That is number 23. Number 24, some more fishy prizes. This one, a bit of a veritable tackle shop smorgasbord. If you like power bait, this is for you. We got an ice law, uh, we've got an ice tip up. We've got uh, a giant, what is this? Oh, we got so much power bait. We got a couple of lures in here and a, a bunch of line as well. Who is the winner of this one here? Number 20, what is it, 24? Throw a calendar in there because this man needs nipples in his life. Okay, so it's going to somebody nippleless. We'll throw a calendar in there. And you know what? Because it's such a fishy prize and we need to get rid of these, uh, the Taurus sunglasses as well. Hand it to Binya. Hand it to Binya. Binya, you got your white bucket you always wanted. Look at that. White bucket, good. Nipples, great. Nipples, better. Let's be honest here. I have been waiting to give away this amazing uh, prize all night long. This prize comes from a regional company. 
that is uh, veteran-owned. Mark Serrano created an amazing product. It's called Andy's Heat Your Meat. It's salt-free. It's super spicy. But he has a mild version with a totally different flavor profile, as well as in everything but the bagel seasoning, a salt-pepper-garlic seasoning, and some barbecue rub as well. Who's winning this puppy? We have a special prize presenter for this prize. We do. Christian's going to help you out. We know where this bad boy's going. Is and it I'm going jealous. to Cinnamon Rim Jobs? <laughs> it is Cinnamon it Rim is. Jobs again. Dare I say it, maybe this will change his luck. Cinnamon Rim Jobs licking up the competition tonight, folks. <laughs> Cinnamon Rim Jobs, now part owners of Veterans Inc. <laughs> Congratulations on your investment. Uh, number 26, we have a beautiful tie-dye hoodie. And a little, uh, a little. In, it looks like an infinity scarf right here. Oh no, it's a, it's a standard scarf with a basket. Beautiful little combination. Little, little upset about this one. Little upset. Is it going to Aaron? No, it might mean the end of the calendar because that shirt goes to topless Timmy Jakes. He can cover himself now. Topless Timmy Jakes can cover himself. No, no, no. You know what he's gonna do? He'll, he'll give that to Tina, and he's gonna wear the scarf, the scarf. in the pictures. That's the scarf. what it is. Scarf, scarfs of the month from Timmy Topless Timmy Jakes. We're good. My God. What do we got? Oh, this is a great prize. Number 27. This is from Wormtown Brewery in Worcester, Massachusetts. We have two pint glasses. We have a koozie. We got pens, stickers, a keychain, a Wormtown shirt, and a pin. Um, I think that there is also a gift card to the brewery in here as well. I'm not 100% sure. Who's the winner of this puppy? Fish Daddy 401. Fish Daddy 401. That is perfect. You're going to love this, man. I think you're going to enjoy that a lot. Um, next up, number 28. We have two more prizes. We have a jewelry assortment right here. Some earrings, a necklace, a couple of bracelets. Really nice stuff. If your daughters are, or, or, or whomever is into crystals like mine are, they might really enjoy this. Um, number 28, who is the winner here? We're also going to throw in a topless Timmy Jakes nope, calendar. Nope. Bobby, hold off on the topless Timmy hold Jakes. Hold off on the topless? Yeah, hold off on it. There's a reason. Okay. Because Binya doesn't need two of them. <laughs> Binya doesn't need two of them. Well, this is good because yep. we, know, we know this is going. Yeah. Uh, two topless Timmy Jakes calendars. You were going over it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like that. I like where you guys are. This table, I feel like we brought so many amazing folks together at this table. That's what we really do. We build relationships. We're, we're community involvement. So, so the, the breath before the plunge. Yeah. We are, we are here. We are at... Number 29. 29. 29 is a, is a special item that I put oh. together yesterday. I, I had a brainstorm, and I, said, I called up Bobby, and I said, we need to get some plastic worms together for the taco pinata. Whoever hits this taco pinata will be wearing a sombrero to do it Yep. because we have to get in the spirit. Also, before we divulge the winner of this excellent pinata, I would like the last topless Timmy Jakes calendar to go to Veterans Inc. So that when I visit Christian. Oh, fair enough. Bonus of seeing Timmy Jakes nipples. Yeah. When I visit Christian. I no, wanna, everywhere in America, I want to go. I, 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 I go to Chipotle. I want to see the calendar. But I do want to visit Christian and see that. Fair and enough. I know he's interested in it. So let's fire that to him. Okay, we'll get that to him. Who is getting the taco pinata? We have to get a striking implement and get that thing hung, hung up. We do. For Chris Pendergast. Chris Pendergast <laughs> with the taco pinata. Here's your calendar. Beautiful. Oh, look at that. Don the sombrero, Chris. 
<laughs> oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. Oh, very, very good. 8,000 prizes, but you get the taco. Amazing. <laughs> You're going to like that. It's, You're going to like There's actually some good stuff in there. It looks like a taco, but it's a lot of plastic baits and it's some other fun stuff. It's a ton of plastics. Yeah. I want to say a huge thank you to everybody who came out today. Um, you guys are amazing. We appreciate you. Thank you for being part of the Jigs and Bigs family, but thank you even more for helping raise some funds for Veterans Inc., which we think is just absolutely amazing. How about a round of applause, guys? So we're going to take this break. We're going to bust open this pinata and wrap things up because we're running way over schedule. I apologize for all that. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great night. Guys, I apologize for the end of this segment here. Things kind of got, kind of got uh, trailed off into a bunch of babbling, of, you know, thanking folks and things like that. Anyway, editing Bobby here. Wanted to jump in and uh, say that we are going to be right back with a uh, fantastic interview from our guest this week, Janelle Orsino. You have heard her name come up a couple of times in the uh, raffles and uh, and we've got her in the beef seat and she's uh, telling us all about her fishing adventures, uh, also her bushcraft adventures as well. Some pretty cool stuff and uh, some plans that she and her wife have for uh, traveling around North America with uh, their custom built bus and then uh, plans to even go a little bit further into uh, into Europe and I believe Asia and uh, potentially Africa. Who knows? I could be globe trotting. Anyway, uh, great stuff coming up in just a bit. Don't go too far. We've got much more jigs and bigs coming right up right after this. Hey guys, Bobby Roast Beef here from Jigs and Bigs. You know, if there's one thing I can't stand spending money on, it's on something that's not versatile, something that I can't get a lot of use out of. I want to talk to you about Frost Buddy. What Frost Buddy is, is uh, it's one of those can coolers. I've seen these before. In fact, I have some that are limited to only fitting one specific size of can, like a standard 12-ounce can. I stumbled onto Frost Buddy, and I was blown away with it. So versatile. Fits standard cans, tall cans, slim cans, and even 12-ounce bottles. And the magic is the insert fits all of these items in various stages within the insert. And when you take that out, you can fit a full 16-ounce Tallboy can. In fact, it even doubles down on being versatile with the coffee lid. And on my recent trip to Chickamauga, I had a field day with this thing. I was throwing beer cans in it. I'd have coffee in the morning. On the drive, I was throwing in all different sizes of cans for different canned coffee products to keep me awake on the long drive back. The thing was amazing. So I recommend you check out Frost Buddy. If you're in the market for either a travel travel cup for your coffee or a can cooler at all, either one of those, check it out. For the money, you cannot go wrong. What I've done is this. In the show notes for this podcast you're listening to right now, if you look there, you'll find a link to Frost Buddy where you can get yours. And not only can you go and get your Frost Buddy there, but you can help out the show as well. Go and uh, visit that link in the show notes to this podcast. Check out a Frost Buddy. Tons of colors, tons of patterns, all kinds of great stuff. And it's a great spot to put your jigs and big sticker too. Take it from me, Bobby Roast Beef. You're going to get the most versatility out of this one product, probably out of anything you're ever going to buy, especially for anything that you're drinking. Frost Buddy. It works for me. I'm a happy guy.
Jigs and Bigs is your favorite fishing podcast, right? Why not show the world how much you love the show while directly supporting us? We have men's and ladies' shirts, hoodies, and a variety of hats. We even have a waterproof outdoor Bluetooth speaker so you can listen to your favorite podcast while out on the water if you like. Check out jigsandbigs.com slash shop to visit the store and gear yourself up. If you really can't get enough of this show, consider becoming a jig head and joining our Patreon. It's a subscription that gives you exclusive access to recording sessions that allow you to engage with us as we record the show. We also have some exclusive content there just for our jig heads and even have some special promo codes. Space is limited, so join now at jigsandbigs.com. Finally, if you're local to our area in Western Massachusetts, consider checking out the Western Mass Fishing Report posted weekly at northeastwildwoman.com. We have amazing contributors providing great content and info for local conditions and what's been going on and working recently. Jigs and Bigs, so much more than just two lightly roasted hippies trapped in the 90s arguing on the internet about fishing. We are back. Episode 201. This is the one. This is the one that we've been talking about for a while. And uh, I have the guest for this week's episode. And uh, as it would happen to turn out, the person who was actually supposed to be in the seat right now had something come up and needed, needed to reschedule. So my next interview in line, I happened to call up this guest and I said, look. Let's put you in the big show. We'll put you in episode 201. Guys, I have, uh, I've mentioned her on the show before, uh, Janelle Orsino with us. And uh, Janelle is a, I should just say, a an, an absolute outdoors, uh, and I say outdoors intentionally, not just fishing, but outdoors in general, enthusiast of the utmost degree, um, a budding content creator and podcaster. Uh, she's just absolutely awesome. And she hit me up uh, a couple months ago and, and had asked uh, a, a couple of questions. Questions and had some very, very complimentary things for your very own Bobby Rose Beef. And we hit it off right away. We made plans actually to be recording this in her area, a little further down the eastern seaboard. And uh, unfortunately, well, th- thanks to the way things worked out, we just bumped this sucker up. And actually, those plans ended up getting canceled because I have an event going on. It's just a wild time of year. Janelle, how are you? How are things? I am. I am so good. How are you, man? It is an honor to be here. First of all, I just want to say thank you for having me on. I am a huge fan. I look up to you. I respect you hugely. And what you do is amazing. And I can only hope that I can get there one day and we you can absolutely be can. up on the charts together. Fuck yeah, <laughs> you absolutely can. I don't even know. I can't even. I'm such an old fart. I can't find the charts. I don't even know don't where the old- charts are. I'm like, what, what Alexis, is this Google? I, I don't even yeah. know when it comes to that shit. So I yeah. just kind of do what I do. And you absolutely can set your, your goals, follow your dreams and make, make it happen. It's, it's absolutely possible. I am a sucker. You know this. I'm a sucker for an origin story though. And you mm-hmm. said something, you're like, I know you've got two daughters and I'm an absolute daddy's girl. My father's brought me into the outdoors. I want to hear the story. Let's talk about yeah. that. And also touch on some of the other outdoor elements that you get into aside from fishing. Right. Okay. So I grew up in the suburbs of New Jersey and it was, it was two of us and my parents. It was, I'm the oldest and I have a younger brother. My dad's one of three brothers. And when they told my mom that she was having a girl, she was like, you better double, triple check that because every of the other brothers had boys. So it was like, I was the first girl and I was like the first girl grandchild on my dad's Mm -hmm. side. So it's a big deal. And, um, 
ever since, you know, I, I came out, I was running around. I just remember like playing with my cousins yep. and just like clinging to my dad. Like my dad and I were the same person. We have the same yeah. personality. We click the same way. Like we just have mm-hmm. always just, it's when we get together, like things just happen and it's an amazing, That's just awesome. organic chemistry. And, um, my grandfather, he was in the uh, Korean War, so he was very proud of that. And he got a piece of land up in Pennsylvania about three hours away. So we would spend our weekends sometimes going up. He had a little camper trailer, oh, nice. and we would camp up there on the weekends. And I would get like the full outdoors, like outdoorsman experience, oh, yeah. running around the woods, making fires with my cousins, yep. like poking frog, like catching frogs and and all that stuff. And then on my mom's side, my grandparents had a trailer. So we would always go down towards the beach. So towards oh, Wildwood, yeah. New Jersey. Yep. So I had the best of both worlds. I had like the the seaside mm-hmm. and then I would have like the mountain outdoor side and everything just always kind of blended together. And that's where I found that I was the happiest. Yep. And I don't know, something about my dad. He's got this charm. You know, when you hug your dad, I don't know. I just fit perfectly in his little, in his arms. I just yep. feel like a little, you know, secure little person. <laughs> and he's just an amazing person. He's a construction guy. He can build and fix anything yep. i swear to you you give him a you give him a project or a task mm-hmm. and he can do it and he's just very nice just a lovable guy he's a goofball yep. he loves kids and dogs i get that from him yeah. we're both great with yeah. just people like he's just a really great person and the way he the way that him and my mom raised me like yep. i'm super proud to have the upbringing that i have that's awesome and the background that i have yeah yep. so shout out to my dad he's amazing that's awesome <laughs> yeah and that's the whole thing i mean i i love it because like i've taken a little bit of a dive into some of your content and i've seen some of the fishing videos um especially like the ones in champlain with your dad that i was yeah. like that is awesome i'm like you know and i'll be i'll be honest with you i i think i think you not you not only have to enter the uh the multi-species uh scavenger hunt series i think you gotta yes. get him on it too you know yeah, he's he's okay. If you think I have bad ADHD, you should see that man run around. I don't think we could contain him for long yep. enough. <laughs> I think I think personally, I think ADHD folks have the are make the best <laughs> anglers. I don't know. If there's just yeah. something about. It. I don't know. I don't know if there's just a mindset thing or whatever. It's just I, I don't I, know. If- we can like dial it in or we pay yeah. attention to literally everything that's going on that we can kind of adapt. Like we mm-hmm. remember something that happened earlier. We're like, oh yeah, let's just do this, whatever, and throw that on. And then yep. that works. And then, okay, something small has changed and we notice it because we're just like squirrel, tree, yep. plane. Like, yes, we have that. yeah, absolutely. You're just like, what was that behind me? Oh, I might as well throw one over here. You know, if yep. I remember oh, yeah. properly, there's a lay down right over there that was produced mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah, I could definitely mm-hmm. see that. Um, yeah. now, the other, other element that you're really into that I think is awesome is like the bushcraft stuff. I think that mm-hmm. is so fucking cool. Dude, I, <laughs> I want to, I'm going to dabble more into it, especially yeah. this year, but it is just, it is amazing when you, when you look back at like the history of just human beings in general and yep. how we used to have to survive and the skills that we had oh, yeah. and you, you go back and you take that in the woods and you just really get like down into it you just really connect with nature and it's just it's just a whole different experience it really is there's a bushcraft um content creator out of the northeast uh called i think it's called cold cracker bushcraft and yes uh, Mm -hmm. great you're familiar yeah of course (laughs) he's a pennsylvania guy too i think i yep i've been obsessed with him for the last like year i found him and i was like it's pennsylvania and my wife is like oh my god he does the (laughs) coolest shit like the coolest shit. And like, there's a part of me that just loves that because I look at it like this, like the outdoors, like everything, it's just all one big ball of adventure. So like for me, 
like I, I love, especially when I get to talk with like overland creators or just other folks that enjoy like truck camping and stuff like that. I'm like, I, I've always hated labels. I'm an old punk. Like I, I fucking hate yeah. labels. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. But like fisherman angler, I wear that one proudly. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like as proudly as I do, like father and husband. You know, it's like mm-hmm. they're equal. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like, but everything else just kind of falls under fishing for me. And so, like for me, like going out and like I have no desire to go and ruin my forerunner on on some trail. But yeah. I need the capability to be able to get my kayak into some of these spots, and you know. I like the fact that I can turn a, a, a long drive out to fish some new water into a two or three night stay really cheap by camping in my yep. vehicle. So I'm mm-hmm. like, it all kind of works out together. Um, yeah. I, and it's, it's, it's crazy. So like the bushcraft stuff definitely piques my interest from the camping mm-hmm. element, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know that I'm as crafty as I should be for some <laughs> of this stuff. You seem to do okay with it. Cause you've got videos, like you've built shit in the woods and like you've, you've done yeah. full on like catching cooks with like no tools. Like, yeah, it's cool. I, I try. Yeah. It is really cool. It's a, it's a craft that you're always building on and there's never mm. anything in the world that you can say that you, you have all the skills and all of the knowledge you need to always be evolving. If you ever hit that yep. point when you're saying that you've already lost the game. Yeah. But yeah, just I I you said you don't like labels. I like pushing myself yeah. and I like I love watching people do things that they're passionate about mm-hmm. and then when I see that, I get passionate about it yeah. and I want to try yep. it immediately. So bushcraft is just something that like I and and fishing as well. Like go in there and make a hobo hand reel and try to catch a trout with a hand line yeah. and then provide a meal for yourself. It's just there's so many layers to the outdoors. Like you yeah, said there's overlanding, true. there's bushcraft, there's kayak fishing, there's float fishing. Like we were watching this guy do a um a 5-day steelhead float. In like thunderstorms the other night mm-hmm. in Michigan, and me and my wife were like, "We're gonna do that. That's we're gonna so do it from the awesome. kayak, but we're gonna do that." Like, um, I the, the well, other other element I think that is amazing too with the outdoors, and it never clicked with me right away. Um, my dad used to do like an annual trip to Champlain, which is I, I look at Champlain as a relatively local water. I mean, I could be there within yeah. a handful of hours, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with like the St. Lawrence River and stuff. But to, to me, in a way, some of those areas are like destinations because I wouldn't go there for a day and come back. It is too far right. for that. You, yeah, you can't do that. I, you know, if I'm going to put the effort into going, I'm going to sink some time into it. And I think that that's that's worth it. And that's another part of, I think, the outdoors and and all the activities that I love is the travel element. And and I think that's that's huge. I it's it's so weird. I really have no desire to go outside of uh North America for the most part. Like I do want to fish Mexico. I want to fish yeah. in Canada. Um I don't really have the draw although my wife and we're going to talk travel in a minute cuz you just came back from a pretty awesome trip. But yeah. my, my my wife has this idea that what? the entire family is going to Japan for like two or three weeks. No idea where. And and I have a cousin that lives in Seoul, Korea. So she's like, we might as okay. well visit Brendan while we're there. And I'm like, yeah, yeah right. why not? Because we're fucking yeah. made of money and we're going to be world yeah. travelers now. I'm like, geez, are you kidding Let's me? Let's go. <laughs> she's, but she did sign off. She's like, isn't there like some like famous lake in Japan that's like known for bass fishing? I was like, Lake Biwa. Absolutely there is. And mm-hmm. she's like. Maybe since we're going to be there, it'd be a good idea for you to find a guide and go do something like that. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You can go to that cat cafe or whatever it is that you want to go to. Uh-huh. You shit so like they're that. popular. Oh, I know. There's <laughs> there's a dime a dozen. So I, told I would her, love to go. 
I'm like, yeah, we could definitely do this. So that is about like as far as like globe trotting that I would like really be interested in. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any kind of desires all around the world that like places all where you want to? Oh, really? Everywhere? Everywhere. We want to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the road trip that we're going on is the whole U.S., yep. Alaska, Canada, and then we're going to wind up in Portugal probably buying an old used RV yep. just because shipping the bus and the whole rig it's crazy. there. Yeah. It's intense. But we're going to need it when we're back here. Like when we're back here in America, we're going to need a place yep. to land. Obviously, we have our parents and stuff, but you still want your own privacy. For so, sure. And then after that, like when you're in Portugal, a train, you know, to wherever in Europe is very inexpensive. So oh, travel yeah. there is super affordable and very um, accessible. Yeah. So we have plans to go everywhere. Good <laughs> like, for you. That, is, wanna... that is fucking awesome. I know, uh, I know. There are, uh, you know, I, I love that you mentioned too, like your wife. I'm, I think you're so lucky because she has passion for the outdoors as well. And I think yeah. that is amazing. Like anytime I meet somebody and they're like, oh yeah, I fish with my spouse regularly or my significant other. And it's like, I, I'm so jealous about that. I try so hard to get <laughs> Queen Beef out with me. She won't get in a kayak. I, I'm thinking about buying a boat now. You know, I know uh, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. I don't know. I don't know that it's going to happen. I, I really. What do you? Okay, if you get a boat, what are you naming it? Like, oh, is it, what am I naming it? Like, what are you going to name it? It's got to be food. It's got to be something food related. I would think so. Probably something beef related, <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah. The SS yeah. Wagyu. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I'll have to toy around with that. You know, it's funny. I do have an unofficial name for my kayak. Oh, okay. It's the Green Goblin. Green, of course. The Green Goblin, oh. of course. It was actually one yeah. of the first names. And and I even have a stupid name for my truck. I call it, everybody says they love the, the color of my truck. It's Army Green. Okay. And I'm like, oh, yeah. when people ask, like, what color is your truck? I'm like, it's Green Pumpkin. Because <laughs> it's decked out with fishing <laughs> stickers everywhere. It's got my tow yeah. hitch has a bass on it. Like, it's it's yeah. ridiculous. Um, That's great. Her Tacoma, she named her Tacoma uh Tony, after Tony Stark, because Soraya is a huge Marvel fan. Oh, gotcha. That's awesome. And my dad's boat is is unofficially named Copper because he did a lot of scrap metal to, like, save up for the boat. Gotcha. So me and my brother were like, you have to name it Copper because you work, I mean, you did so many side jobs, it paid for the boat. So, yeah. That's a fucking good idea. We name things in this household. We definitely, we throw some names out at things. No, that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. I love the, um, so let's talk about, like, your project that the two of you are working on. Is, would I be remiss to say the term van lifer is like in your future? Bus lifer, but Bus van life is the same yeah. thing, just a different vehicle. Yeah, so yeah, 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 we have, um, I bought, oh my goodness, I'm going to age myself. I'm 29. I know I'm not that old. Oh my but. God, you're a baby. <laughs> Okay, but I bought the bus when I was 21 and it just feels uh-huh. like it has taken forever. But I have a yeah. um, 2020, oh my God, 2010 Ford Econoline um, bus. It's like a five yep. uh, window school bus. And I've been converting that into a tiny home so I could travel and do all of these amazing things. Yep. But in the back of my mind, I always knew I kind of needed a plus one. And my dad has been my wingman. Like my dad has been the guy like, dad, I have this idea and he'll build it with Make me. It he'll happen, show yeah. me how to do stuff. Yep. And then when it's too complicated, I just kind of sit there with the camera and film him while he's doing it. And I'm like <laughs> in awe of him. And I'm just like, wow. Um, and then I kind of put the bus aside because life happens and you yeah, kind of get of a little course. deterred. I'll be honest. It was a really tough pill to swallow when you're realizing like it's taking years and years and years and you just feel like you're not getting there. Yeah. So I started um, 
went on a dating app, met my wife, and we started dating long distance for a little while, got together, got engaged, and we're getting married. And I'm like, okay, I have to settle down now. I have to get the house and we yeah. have to do the big girl job and we have to do like the things that people tell you you're supposed to be doing. Let's throw these little side dreams aside and like, we'll get to that at a different point in if time. If we can get there, sure. And she was like, we should, you should fix the, you should finish the bus. And I'm like, eh, whatever. She's like, no, you, you should finish it. Like we should travel. And I'm like, what do you mean? We should like, what do you mean we should travel? Like, like, just tell me what your thoughts are. And she was like, well, you know, I'm willing to hit the road with you. Like I have always, she's always yeah. been one to be looking for jobs everywhere in the U S like we could mm -hmm. go to any state. She'd be like, I applied to go to school here and I applied to different jobs here. She's like, I think I had the nomadic mindset before you did. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, let's let's go for it i guess and she was like why not we're just getting married we don't have kids we don't have yeah. like a house yep. and, and like no crazy big responsibilities so why not take some of the money we get from the wedding finish the bus and like travel and like experience the world we, the way we want to experience it for right yeah, now yeah, and yeah. really have that like trip of a lifetime and i'm like well i'm sold like you had me <laughs> you had me a while ago you didn't you didn't have to keep wasting your breath baby i'm yeah. in it to win it so let's do it that's so fucking awesome man it's so good that yeah. and it's it's crazy too like i mean hindsight is always 2020 i look back and i think to myself i'm i'm like you know i always tell you you nailed it there with two things no house no kids there's nothing tying you down go on right. that adventure do what you can do and do it while you're young you know or younger and yeah and that's that's a huge huge deal i look back on because you can't get it back i look back there was a year in time and a lot of people when i tell them this they're just like get the fuck out of here really i lived on a lake for a year with my best friend in a house that he inherited. It was just a shit little private lake, but I had access. There were canoes and kayaks that were in the backyard. There, yeah. you know, I mean, it would have been nothing for me to run to Walmart and get a fishing rod. I never fished that year entirely. That entire time I was there, nothing. It hurts my heart. <laughs> and it's, it was ridiculous. And I look back and I'm like, uh, you know, the things that, that I want, like a big inspiration for me was um, like, uh, so John B from the Guggen Squad, right? He's my favorite. Dude has a gift for the visual media. He's got a gift. Uh, yeah, I want to be there one day. <laughs> his his videos are amazing. He's a great storyteller. But what really inspired me when I was young, uh, when I was young, <laughs> no, uh, a few years ago, I should say, it was like 2018, was uh, the series he came out. He just came out with the third version of it, the Never Stop Tour, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, if I would have just done that shit, like I played in bands in my early, you know, uh, late teens, early 20s and shit like that. I never had any real like it, it's so much more rewarding going and, and doing these fishing trips. I find. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking back then. I'm like, if I would have <laughs> just put the drumsticks down and picked up a fishing rod, things could have been so much more different. So yeah, right. that's part of the reason why I have such a fire under my ass right now to go and do as much as I can, because I do think I've got like 40 years of time where I just drop the ball. Like I, I really, really let it go, you know? And so we have guests all the time that talk about, you know, oh, I came into fishing later in life or, or lots of times, especially with the pandemic, it was just COVID that kind of got them going because they had the time and they made that investment. They're like, I have a real passion for this. We're going to continue to see where it goes. Or maybe they put it down. That's up to them. You know, right. um, it's just amazing. I'm like, so I have a lot of respect for those anglers that come to it a little bit later. But um, yeah, I, personally, like, yeah, you guys, you have nothing tying you down. Go for it. No, go. Yeah, you know. that's now. My, I haven't told my parents yet. And that's, I, mm. it's the scariest part. I know, I know. It's you a big tea. I'm, I'm spilling, I'm spilling the tea right now. 
<laughs> I have not told them that I'm leaving the postal service, like the big girl job, yep. and that we're going to hit the road for like six months. <laughs> they know they know that something's up because we have been working on yeah. this bus since like the summer. Like me and her have been like there as much as oh, possible. Yeah, yeah, so they, yeah. they know that we want to travel, but they just don't know. It's going to be a six month stretch. Listen, I have I have the old school Italian parents yeah, yeah, with yeah. the mind with the old school mindset. Yep. What and you got to work. <laughs> I know yeah, exactly yeah. what you're saying. Uh huh. And my brother has kind of distanced himself, so I am like the kid that everybody focuses on right yep. now. And it's it's I don't I don't know how to talk to them about it. I, I know that I have to, and I love my parents, respect them, love them dearly. Yeah. It's a conversation I'm not looking forward to, and sure, I yeah, yeah. and I don't want to just blurt it out. I have a habit of just putting it out. Oh yeah, Sometimes it's like I didn't tell them. I didn't tell them about my tattoo for a little while because my mom hates tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, hates them. Hates them. Oh. And I and I showed her it, and her jaw was just like. She was what? like, "Okay, whatever, <laughs> whatever." You got the word "yes" tattooed on your arm. Okay. Oh, uh, there you go. And I, I love them. We have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's scary because you don't want to let them down. You don't want to disappoint them. You don't. Yeah, I don't. And also me and Soraya are so excited. Like yeah. this it feels like everything is right. Like that we're supposed to be doing. Yep. We're afraid to kind of bring in other sources that are going to bring a little bit of fog down. Yeah. Yep. And right now we need to get our bearings and make sure that we are strong mm-hmm. so that when people are coming in with their opinions, we can deflect them and handle it and know that we are doing the right thing. You know, I mean, the thing is, like at the end of the day, like, even though you're right, like there's that old school mentality of like, but what are you yeah. going to do for work or something like that? And we'll talk about that in a second. Um, mm-hmm. But the the big one that I find is that uh, parents, like, especially in like, I would say the Gen X parents, they're, they're a little bit more understanding of young people going after what they want to go after. You know what I mean? Right. It's more right. a, a concern about their ability to support themselves. In some yeah. some situations, they're like, I don't want to support you while you're out doing this. How are you going to make this work? So it's yeah. like, if you're saving enough money to live and go do this, do it. Go for it. Because you're, yeah. I'm telling you, you're going to be able to come back and get that same job. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's there. I, that's my my mentality yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. Jobs are there. When yeah. when I told like the other coworkers that I was leaving the post office they're like, "But what are you going to do?" And I'm like, "Anything." Everybody says that shit. Anything. You're not tied down to one thing. Mm-hmm. I like it's so possible to pick up and anywhere you go. Yeah. Anywhere you go. Yeah. Even if we go to Portugal, I can pick up something somewhere. There's areas that there are a lot of people that also speak more English than Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Like anywhere you go, you can pick up money or oh, you yeah. can get a virtual job. Like that was it's possible. That's exactly it. Like there are things that you can do to kind of make it happen while you're out there. Um, so it's, it's so funny. Like I have, uh, you talk about like interesting conversations with like, you know, you're the ones that care about you and everything, you know, when you're leaving, you know, a position or, or, or taking a risk. So when, uh, when, you know, again, like it was time to take responsibility. We had two kids, we were married, we were leaving our apartment. We bought a house, right? That, that was the biggest mistake we ever, we never should have bought a house ever. Like oh. it was great for the equity. Don't get me wrong. There are great things about that. We bought a hundred year old house and I, we we're both kicking ourselves for it. Like it was just yeah. a mistake. We could afford it. And we were like, yeah, of course, you know, we, we need a yard. We need these things. And we're like, we really, honestly, we really don't. 
Um, it's not for everybody. So that was part of the mistake. But I realized that like the job that I had sunk 20 years into uh, working in television was not going to cut the mustard anymore. So I had to start a side hustle. I got back into DJing and entertaining and stuff like that. I stopped playing music really because of it. And it got to a point where I was making enough hosting trivia and bars, literally asking drunks random questions. And I was making more doing that, that my direct deposit from the job I went to college to get was not doing anything for me. It was just like that deposit would go and I didn't even notice it because I wasn't even living off of it, you know? And it got to the point I was like, I'm going to give it a year. I go, the next time one of my supervisors pisses me off, I go, I'm putting in my letter of resignation. And it was the most cathartic and most like therapeutic thing I had ever done mentally. It was amazing how much freer, but it is, it's like literally jumping off a cliff. It really is because you're like, holy Mm -hmm. fuck. But if you grind, you can make it happen. That's the whole thing is if you just go for it. And then recently there's been this piece of content floating around social media where the audio says like, um, there was a guy who had left, uh, his position at work where I work. And, uh, you know, a year later that position was full and everything, you know, and when he left, oh no, 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 it wasn't even left the job. It was died. Somebody died and they left the job and it was much more serious. Right. Yes. And they're like, they're like, there's all this sick time, all this vacation time, all this stuff that accrued that went nowhere. That was absolutely wasted. So, like, take advantage of, like, those adventures and go and, 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 you know, do the things that you want to do that you're passionate about with your family, with the people close to you. Because when it's gone, it's gone. You know, you got to take full advantage of it. I think you'd be surprised how much they'll support you. I think they I think you will. I know. It's it's just scary. (laughs) It's just scary. Um, but coming, oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought. That's what happens when you have ADHD. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Well, one of the things I wanted to throw out there was you had mentioned like <laughs> virtual jobs and stuff. So what's your plan? Mm-hmm. Like when you guys go out, like what's, what do you have in, set up so far? So for me, grind on yep. the YouTube game, grind mm-hmm. on the podcast game and try to do my best to get that going because I was able to save a little bit of money when I was working at the post office and I'm still working right now part-time. So I'm trying to Mm -hmm. save here and there and put that money towards making that a reality. And Soraya actually yesterday just got offered a remote job. So she will be working remotely as a translator for a company Um, because she's bilingual. She speaks Portuguese. It's her first language. So she, she got that job and she's basically going to kind of cover my ass a little bit while I do awesome. the thing that I've been dreaming about doing since like 2012. So you got a huge real, shout out to you, her. You got a real like, like rock star, like cheerleader there helping you get, that's amazing. Good. I'm, she, I, hold on. You deserve it. Amazing. She, she is the most incredible person yeah. in the entire world. I, awesome. I am yesterday driving home from work. I was just like, like, I am just so blessed and honored to be the one that yeah. she comes home to, that she wants to be with. Yeah. And like, and the one that she believes ago, in, you know, that's amazing. Yes. Oh my oh, God. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, I have never, I've never had somebody in my corner as much as I have had her. And I would hope that it's the same way with her, yeah. with me. We just, we love each other unconditionally and we support the crap out of each other. That's and awesome. nothing is too crazy. Kind of, I'm the wild one yeah, <laughs> in yeah. the relationship. She's the more like, Okay, we need to make sure we're Stable. covered and we have all of our yep. ducks in a row. And I'm yeah. like, with a little, but it's like the perfect combination. Yeah, you need and, that. You need the yin yeah. to the yang, you know? 
Mm-hmm. I've con- I've I've gotten my my hooks in her a little bit. I've gotten uh-huh. her to have a little bit more edge, and she's gotten me go. to be like, okay, let's sit down and like budget and figure out. It's smart. It's it's perfect. That's great. And she loves the outdoors, like you said. So yeah. we get to do everything together, and it's amazing. That is awesome. Let's talk. Let's let's pivot a little bit here. Get right back to fishing. So mm-hmm. you, you know you've you've grown up fishing. You've been fishing a long time. Do you do you have a favorite method or a favorite species target? Oh man, large large mouth and small mouth in that order, but they're also kind of equal. Um, yeah. Last year, snakehead had oh my god, the snakehead that we were catching in the spring like had my heart. I love every species. I really want to target some big pike this year from the kayak. I even love trout fishing and panfish. If you have like that ultra light yeah. gear, I just love chasing species. I love the that. challenge of every single species. A yeah. carp. I have been watching carp fishing videos. Yep. I'm like obsessed. I've been trying to mess with making carp baits at home. Mm-hmm. She's like, "What are you doing? Like, you can't even go fishing." I'm like, "I don't care. I want to do it all. I want to. I want to. I just want to do it all, man. I yeah. just I love it." And saltwater. She got me in saltwater fishing. I did a little bit of surf fishing. Caught my uh, caught my first fluke. Excuse me from the shore. He was a keeper, so we got to bring him home and eat him. That's awesome. And just everything, everything about fishing. I just love it. Yeah. From the bank, from the shore, from the jetty, from the kayak is my my heart. From yep. a boat, it's an amazing sport. I love that. I think that that that's the thing. I I, I really do feel like the multi species angler, the, the the folks that are really passionate about. Any kind of species. I, I think that we often kind of get a little bit overlooked. Um, you know, I feel like it's so easy to take a leap into bass fishing. It's so accessible. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not going to really hurt you if you hold them. You know what I mean? No. Like yeah. you're not going to, you're not going to get, you know, sliced open by a sharp tooth or something and bleed out. You're, you're good. Um, right. You know, the worst that's going to happen, they're going to spine you maybe uh, yeah, on the maybe. dorsal fin, but like, yeah. you know, it's, it's not that. So it's like, it's accessible. They're also, I, you know, people talk about bass. They say like, I, I forget who it was, but somebody was like, oh, we, we go out and we, we try to catch the hardest species to catch. I call bullshit on that. I think, yeah, right. I think bass are such savage predators that like they're, it's, it's so simple. I've like, and, and it was, it was really the multi-species scavenger hunt series that opened my eyes to that because I yeah. would be like, okay, native fish that I need. There's not so many native fish out of the three main, uh, freshwater species of fish that we have native in Massachusetts. I've only oh. caught two and Ooh. I've targeted all of them. Yellow, yeah. per, yellow perch Hardcore. and chain pickerel, right? Those are native. The other one's a brook trout in, in my, into all my years of fishing, I've never oh. caught a brookie ever. And, yeah. and I'm hoping that this year is going to be last year. I had a really, really good experience trout fishing. And, uh, and this year I, I took the dive into uh, BFS and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really hoping, hoping to kind of dive into that a little bit more. Um, and you know, get on a brookie. <laughs> yeah. Browns I want to get great, a fly but. rod this year. Yeah. I don't know how to fly fish, but I told her, I was like, we are Do traveling it. the whole United States. Yeah. Can't like, we're, I'm getting a fly rod yeah. and I'm going to try to just, you know, I'm, I'm probably def. I mean, I'm definitely going to get in contact with a few guides on the road and really sure. like target yeah, yeah. the species and, and learn as much as I can from them. Um, but I'm getting a fly rod. A I've been ago, saying it for years. Yeah. Like a, a year ago, it. I got lucky uh, to have an opportunity. It just literally fell on my lap. Um, are you familiar with fishing with Becca at all? Yes. 
Huge fan. Becca's my huge, huge, huge fan. Love her. She's great. I know. She's great. Want to also just mention uh, her her golden retriever Sky is out of remission now, which is terrible news. Uh, So she started a GoFundMe, and if you follow the Instagram uh, for Jigs and Bigs, go and put that together because Sky is amazing. She Sky loves Bobby Rose Beef, and we want to see Sky on more camping trips. So that's the goal. I I will be going right to that link as soon as we're done with this. She's amazing. Oh my goodness. So my heart goes out. We, I had this opportunity where we were trying to make plans to just go truck camp, and we knew that we were, there was this one weekend where the weather just looked like shit as it was getting out there. So it left a big question mark. What are we going to do for fishing? She's like, do you think maybe you should bring your kayak? Maybe you should bring your waders. And I'm like, I've got, like, hip waders that I only use yeah. in the winter because, like – You'll see when we fish together, like if the water's that cold. Boat. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm like, <laughs> and, and like hip waders are a lot safer than, uh, uh, than, uh, than, than some of the other options. But I had, uh, I, I said to her, I was like, yeah, you know, we'll just kind of wing it. She has a friend out by the Cape and we ended up fly fishing my first time ever fly fishing. And in fact, she was just on the bake walking around with sky, like hanging out, giving sky treats and everything. Oh. And and I'm out there and it was it was amazing. It is so much more of an active sport. I really thought it was very passive and, you know, um, more more of a finesse sort of like uh, app- application. Yeah. But it's it's more yeah. like power fishing than anything. It really yeah. is. Um, mm-hmm. I think you'll love it. You should go for it. I also think like you throw bait casters. You should get in a BFS. It's great. <sighs> it's great. I- and it's already in your wheelhouse. <laughs> OK, already in your wheelhouse. I'll try. I'm going to try. I So the baitcaster is still new for me. Like last year was the first year that I really deep dived into yep. the, the baitcaster, mostly because Soraya knows how to really dial, dial it in. That's awesome. So I was uh, uh, like spinner baits and chatter baits yep. were like the two things that I'm doing. And we're on the boat. So you can really like you can, yeah. rip that thing across. Yep. On the kayak, you're a little limited, but on the boat, you're just covering grass. Um, but no, I'm, I'm going to dial it in this year for yeah. sure. That's awesome. That's I'm excited. Good. What's your like short list of confidence baits? Like when you need to get it done, what's that look like? Right. Okay. So a Ned rig, a drop shot, chatterbait. In New Jersey, you can't really fish a crankbait, but in on like on Champlain or on the rivers, crankbait and top water. So either a popper yeah. or a frog. Depends. I love I love a popper. I love a yeah. popper. It's just such I, a great bait. I just love like people are always like like what's your favorite style of fishing? I I don't like fishing weedless. I I can't. Uh-huh. I know Cinco's are like the deal, but like I can't not feel what i'm doing i can't fish that thing i'm too i'm too fast to be slow and methodical so it's like it's got to be something that's either on the bottom or at least touching or making contact or uh-huh. vibrating so that i know that like i'm Something's doing you know that i'm yeah. doing what you're i'm doing where that, i can see it yeah you're looking for that instant feedback of like okay i'm doing yep. this it's good yeah yep. it, it's tough like sometimes like i'll throw like like swim baits of uh, any size finesse swim baits anything like that and i'm kind of like is this really where I think it is? You know, is it too yeah. light? Am I, you know, raising up in the water column and just going over these fish? Or is right. it something where it's just too heavy and it's like, you know, hitting the bottom like like a ton of bricks and I'm dragging yeah. it along? It, 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 it's crazy. Um, yeah. Let's talk uh, as far as like areas that you have fished, like you fish Champlain and, and where you mm-hmm. are in, in the country. Uh, you know, I would say outside of like a two or three hour ride. What are some of like the, you know, and, and this goes anywhere else in the world. What are some specific bodies of water that you're like, yeah, bucket list got to happen. All of them. 
Um, <laughs> That's a good answer. I know, right? All of them. I would say Okeechobee, but there's too much. There's too much grass for me. Punching is just not something that I'm even yep. comfortable with. Um, the Devil's River is a float that I want to do so oh, incredibly yeah. Yep. bad. Yeah. Like that's 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 a big one. I told her I was like, we need to like prepare ourselves for that. Yeah. Um, I just at trout fishing in Colorado. There's no specific body of water, but just like being on a nice, you know, river. Um, I don't see like names like bodies of water yeah, with, yeah. like naming them. Not really, but like Alaska. I want to do halibut from the kayak. Sure. I think Soraya thinks I'm crazy, but I'm like, I will do anything from the kayak. I want to catch a sturgeon, not necessarily mm-hmm. from the kayak. That's a little, that's a little that's a too lot. big for my yeah, wheelhouse. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, but oh, the Finger Lakes, obviously, you got to do it. I yep. fish Lake George from the boat, caught a big smallmouth kind yeah. of accidentally on a drop shot, like suspending. It's like I was pulling it through the school and yep. he just tanked it. Sometimes that's um, how it is, you know? Yeah, Lake Erie. Oh, we're going to spend a good chunk of time in uh, Lake Erie. All right. So it's just, just all of them. Like, yeah. I, I can't even. You just show me a body of water and I'll say, I'm a fish of that. Yeah, exactly. It's funny. I look at a lot of these spots that, that I want to go to, like, especially with the conversation of the boat, people ask you like, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, you know, I don't really, I'm not looking for a, a bass boat. Traditionally, I'm looking for something that's got a little bit more of a, of a deeper hull that I can go and fish some larger bodies of water. Like the great lakes. I would love to go troll for salmon. A hundred percent. I would be into it, you know, to at least try it. And that's why, that's why I think you and I kind of see eye to eye when it comes to fishing, because there's not a technique or a, and granted, like there is a downfall to this is the spending of the money. You know what I mean? Cause like, let's be honest, you want to fly fish. That's one set of equipment. You want to ice fish another set of equipment. You want to catch mm-hmm. bass? Okay, great. That's a big, large, broad set of equipment there. Yep. Um, you know, yep. but if you want to go and catch carp, you can technically catch carp on anything. You really can. But to do it the way that is the most effective and also better for the fish's well-being um, yep. takes a whole separate set of equipment. You know, At least three hundred dollars, like just pretty like much. The you gotta go and drop a few hundred yeah. bucks into anything that you're looking into. You know, yep. I mean, like, like I love, I love to see it. Uh, uh, when I when I talk and, and I mean it's just it's it's a lot to do all at once. That's why like annually I kind of like to put myself in a in a, in a spot and try it. But one year it was big swim baits, you know, and I've got certain large baits that I like to throw that I have more confidence than others. I still got to work on like fishing glide baits and the soft plastic swim baits, like the big ones. Mm-hmm. But I'm building yeah. that confidence little by little. Swim jigs are helping me get there. Um, upsizing that stuff, it's helping me get there. BFS is on the polar opposite end. That one out in the fly fishing. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I picked up a tip up and a, and a little uh, jigging rod for for ice fishing, the random times that we can do it. Um, but yeah, I think that like you you have to make a little bit of, a, of an investment there. And some folks, they just don't want to do that. And I, I totally respect that. That's fine. But yeah. that's where folks like us, this is where, <laughs> this is where we're like, it's a dangerous time of year because- oh. Yep. It's, it's expo season, you know? Yep. Uh, yep. Actually, I'm curious. In your area, is there a, a regular, like, sports or, or outdoors or or fishing expo? There's one in Wildwood that we were going to go to, but it was, like, the day after we got back from Portugal, and we oh, were just like, yeah. there's no way that's happening. Oh, um, and there's another one in Philly, which yep. is right over the bridge from my yep. parents, that we used to go to all the time. So there's a couple. Um nice. It's spread out. There's even some in high schools. Like there's some smaller ones in high schools where oh, you yeah. have like the local people. Yeah. I used to go to them all the time when I was a kid, but I will spend too much money. 
just spent too much money on everything. It really and is. And you're just so overwhelmed. It's so much stuff. And you're just like, I, I want it all. I, I want it all. I know. It's my, insane. My poor wife. It's like we we got really close with uh, uh, Chris Mellowship and uh, and his wife, Christina. They own a Bay Lure from their uh, located Alexandria Bay in uh, off the St. Lawrence River. And like amazing, amazing couple, amazing custom painted hard baits. Um, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I, yeah. We met at the Springfield Sportsman Show, uh, which was a year ago, February. And I mean, everybody, myself, Sean, Joe, Joe was his first outing with Jigs and Bigs. Um, oh, boy. I mean, I think I don't know how much we drew, but we each left with like an armful of baits. Um, yeah. And it was just because it would be like day one, you know, and this is why we don't do expos, you know, like we do the Springfield Sportsman Show because it's in our backyard. I'm doing a yeah. walkthrough at every other one and I'm I'm leaving my wallet in the truck because yeah. I've already spent so much money on BFS this year. <laughs> I really have. Yeah. You know, like my wife's like, that's really nice. You got that, uh, yeah, that your, your folks got you that real. I'm like, yeah, but we didn't buy the rod or the, or the baits. I'm, like, I'm, I'm throwing a bunch of shit in here. I'm like, it's, she doesn't know the expense already, but that's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm a hardworking guy. That, that reel is part one of like a five part series. series yeah. Of you got to the get there. That I need. You know, luckily when we went to the expos, I was too young. I didn't have a credit card. I just had yep. like some birthday money. So I only had a limited amount. Yeah. If I went to those expos today. We would be in trouble. Game on. We would, Soraya, like, I would just have an empty backpack. Yeah. And she would just be like, she wouldn't be able to find me. First of all, I'm small and I know how to get away from her. Yeah, so yeah like, exactly. Run to a booth, get all the stuff that I need, and just find her. Be like, oh, where were you? I was in the bathroom. Uh, I got you a pretzel. Here's a pretzel. There you go. That's what it's all about. It's all about like, oh, hey, I got you. I got you. See, this is why, and, and it's funny. I've always said this before. If you're going to go out and make uh, some kind of a purchase, and I've given I've given this advice out to other folks. If you're going to go and make a purchase on some fishing gear or something huge, like you got to buy that buffer gift for your significant for other or your spouse. You do. You got to have that on hand. And and it's got to be kind of relative. So be careful. If you're going to go and drop, you know, uh, thousands upon thousands of dollars in a boat, be ready with a vacation. You know what I mean? Like be yeah. ready with something, uh, you know, to, 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 to kind of dodge that bullet a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, we made an agreement that we're getting two boats whenever we have the money and uh, yeah. capability because she grew up more saltwater fishing from a uh -huh. boat. So I was like the saltwater rig, your rig, you're the captain of that ship. That's fine. And then that's when awesome. we get the freshwater boat, we can share it, but it's going to mostly be mine. It's going to be your, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I would never make that big of a purchase without her. A kayak, maybe, but not a boat. So what would you name those two vessels? Would there be, oh. like, play on words for the two together, or? Her her last name, her maiden name, is Moda. So uh -huh. her boat would be the Moda boat. The Moda like boat. Moda, Dude, the I Moda love boat. that. Yes! <laughs> I don't know what my boat's name would be yet, but hers would definitely be the Moda boat. I like that. I like that. That's freaking awesome. Man, love it. I, this is this is why I love this shit. You get two complete strangers make content on the internet, their paths cross, and then boom. So let's actually, while we're talking content, let's dive into your content because you have a handful okay. of things going on. You've got uh, a YouTube, uh, not just a YouTube channel, but a couple of different YouTube channels that you're working, and you're you're sort of putting like the the activities or the, or the type of content into different compartments, which mm -hmm. I think is actually a really really smart idea. I, I really do. I think it's a great idea. Thank you. Walk me through that because you also have the, your podcast that when, when you got back from your trip from Portugal, you dropped a brand new episode there too. Yeah. 
Talk me, yeah. talk to me about all this stuff. Like which, where's the vision? What are you thinking? Okay. So a little bit of background. My grandfather, after he did the war, he mm -hmm. did photography and he did weddings mostly, but then he, he snuck into Shea stadium when the Beatles were playing and he's got this one picture of really? one of the Beatles. I don't remember John Lennon, whoever it is looking right at him, like mouth open, playing the guitar. And he would always like, that was his claim to fame. Wow. He loved that. He was very proud of that. But he always had a camera. He was always filming, like he was always the guy like filming family events and stuff. Yep. And I always admired that. I love watching home videos, the nostalgia yeah, yeah. that comes from yep. that and like seeing everybody. I love that. So I always kind of wanted to be the person to document what was going on in yeah. my life so that my kids or like I could look back at that. So I started um, Enthusiast Adventurer, which is basically everything to do with the outdoors. Yep. So the bushcraft, the survival, the camping, the hiking, anything DIYs that have to do with the outdoors. That's what that channel is for. And then I have Jerry's World. And Jerry was a nickname that I had in high school. I got that. Um, you could call it after a breakup period. I was singing this song called The Pretty Girl Rock. And the artist's name was Carrie Hilson. So my softball team started calling me Carrie. And they were like, that's not going to work. So yeah. then they called me Jerry. So that just stuck. And I started that out of high school. And that's basically all family stuff and yeah. like stuff that I'm doing with my loved ones. It's more of a vlog style. Gotcha. It's not as much of the outdoors. And I always felt like keeping that separate just makes sense. It doesn't make sense to combine them. I want them mm -hmm. to both be their own thing. I like making the content that I'm making for both of them, but separately. Yeah, exactly. Not together. And then the Adventures Audio Podcast is basically a branch off of the Enthusiast Adventurer channel. Yep. It's going to be a series on my channel and then it's going to be its own podcast. Again, everything to do with the outdoors from mm -hmm. off-roading, fire making, fishing, yep. all of that stuff that we love and just people that are passionate about getting out there and doing what they love to do. That's awesome. Yeah. No, good for you. That's awesome. And it, it, it's so funny. Like it, it, it's such a challenge because a lot of folks will talk about you know, splitting up their different types of content. Like I'll use mine, for example, like I've got my own account, Bobby Roast Beef, which is more of the events, game show, my business, my primary business there. And then Jigs and Bigs is where I kind of put all of the fishing content. Like it just sort of works that way. And I always knew I wanted to do a podcast and it just so happened that Jigs and Bigs was the one that eventually finally took off. It was a short while I did a trivia one too. And it was, it was all right. But, you know, I found my listeners were primarily folks that were looking to listen to get bonus points so i'm like <laughs> there was no real audience there i'm like ah, i don't know and what's it's odd though because worlds do collide and and i think that what's critical is that you need to be like to get the most out of everything because you're going to have folks that are going to want like your vlog style content they're going to want to see that stuff and then you're going to have folks that are into the outdoor stuff but you are going to have a slice that's into both I know. And and so so just making sure that you promote one and the other and then, you know, maybe do little collaborations because I'll give you a couple of examples. This I never expected, but I think in the last so since I'll say since 2021, realistically, since 2021, I think I've done eight weddings for listeners of the show. Wow. Which is insane. That's awesome. Which yeah, is that crazy. Is insane. I never, ever thought that. Mm -hmm folks that listen to this show would you know i mean obviously like we're we're people you know so we have life happenings there's you know yeah. anniversaries and weddings and all kinds of stuff so but i never really thought that like my business my entertainment company would see any type of overflow from the the other stuff i always kind of had this thought like i could utilize my game show stuff to collaborate with other creators with a larger platform because my 
My trivia stuff is insane. It is ridiculous. Yeah. In fact, you know what? Um, I do a trade show quite often in Atlantic City. Um, pretty routine. So okay. I, next time I do this, I'm going to drag my kayak and we'll fish again for sure. Oh my gosh, please. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My, mine is, my new kayak is going to be here either Friday, oh, the weekend or it. Monday. I'm nice. freaking out. I like, yeah, I haven't been tracking it because you have to get like five different apps because it's bought from the company. Not yeah. complaining. But I'm just like, oh, my God, it's come. And I shipped it to my parents' house. I was like, we're getting a package. Don't worry. I'll yeah. be down when it's. So I, I know you told me what it was. What, what did you decide to get? I got the Van Hunks Shad. It's like a 10 foot four kayak. Yep. It has the ability to have both the thin drive or the pedal drive. Mm -hmm. It's got the motor mount like um, pre-molded right. screws That's so that right. I can have the motor on it. And it just seemed to check off all of my 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 ticks, my yep. uh Sorry, my needs. And it was also in the price range that I needed yeah, it. Yeah, as, yeah. You know, it's not $5,000, $3,000. It was about, you know, $1,500. A little bit less than that because I didn't get the pedal drive yet. Yeah. Of course, the one I want is not in stock. So, gotta wait for that. But I'm super excited about it. Like, I'm That's awesome. I, I'm frothing. I'm, as they say in Australia, I'm just like, I'm buzzing. I'm so excited. Yep. And then we're going to test that out a lot and see if Soraya likes that one, if she's going to stick with that one or if she's going to go with a different one because we're both yep. upgrading. Oh, yeah. It's like we're not going to travel the world and not upgrade our kayaks. It's yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not exactly. happening. It's funny too because like I hear this a lot from a lot of folks, and they'll say like, "Oh, I'm getting my first kayak," and they'll buy a, a paddle kayak, which is awesome. Hey, go for it. You know, paddle kayaks are great. People will ask me, they'll be like, "What should I get? What should I get?" And I understand like you know for budget reasons, like some folks are just like, "Yeah, it makes more sense for me to get into a paddle kayak and do something." I love the decision you made with this because the hull is ready to go for that pedal drive when you're ready, but it's kind of like a modular purchase. You know, you yep. can, you can grow that. I think that is huge because what I always tell folks is like, think about it like this. If you're going to buy this kayak and you're going to take it out a handful of times just to leisurely paddle, like just to be on the water, you're not going to bring a rod. You're not going to fish at all. It's you're going to consciously make that decision. Definitely a paddle kayak is what you want for sure. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. But if Simple. you genuinely like to fish, you will have a much better experience if you have a set of pedals in front of you be yep. because you'll have both arms to be able to do the things that you need to do to fish and you'll have just a, a better experience. While, you know, like I, I think motors on kayaks are great. It's not for everybody, you know, right. I have toyed around the idea with with putting a motor on mine, not so much for the need to go spot to spot like and break a place a piece of water down it's more like if i go seven or eight hours on the water and i'm that far away from the ramp i'd really like yeah. to flick that sucker on just to get back you know yep make life a I've little been, bit easier i've been putting all this energy out and yeah. paddling and fishing and you know and like yeah let me just motor yeah. back eat something drink something and breathe for a minute call yeah. the wife tell her how it was exactly relax you know and yeah. and that's the thing i always i always try to tell folks so i think i think i applaud your 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 choice there that's awesome have you ever sat in one of these kayaks before did you try it like no that? the plan was we were we were going to go to florida because florida was mm -hmm. the only place that we could find it's where the main dealer is where you could try them out oh, okay and then soraya found a place in maryland so we drove an hour and 45 minutes down there yep and they weren't open. It said online that it was open. Yep. Everything was oh, like, whatever, green lights go. You could rent the kayak out. It was right on the water. You could test it. Yeah. Nobody was at the shop. It was a weekday. It was a regular weekday, regular no work shit. hours. Yeah, nobody was there. It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon we got down there. And I was just like, I'm buying it. I was like, I don't care. And it, like, uh, You I, tried. I, yeah. 
Yeah, we tried. And I was like, baby, I'm she was all upset. I was like, baby, I am so proud of you for yeah. like looking, doing the research, figuring sure. it out. I, I love you so much. It wasn't in the cards. There's nobody in this warehouse. Yeah. I don't understand why. You can see all the kayaks. You can see all the stuff. And it's just like, wasn't meant to be. So I took her to, we went to Olive Garden. We had a great lunch. Yep. We had a little date and we made it better oh than God. what it was. So as, as an Italian American, you went to Olive Garden. She loves, she loves Olive Garden. You made and I just wanted, Fair I just enough. wanted salad at that point. We, we, we had just got Fair. back from Portugal. I was eating meat for every oh, single yeah. meal and potatoes and potatoes. There's so I was like, I want salad. With most Portuguese meals, you get two starches. You get like a rice and a potato. It's like, it is not a good thing if you're keto in Portugal. Oh, oh my God. Yep. It's, it's, it's like potatoes, 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 potatoes. It's my and kind I'm of like, place. I love it. Did you, and they're delicious. Did you have any vino verde while you were out there? No. That's the green oh, the wine. Green wine? Yeah. Green wine. So I, so I am allergic to alcohol. Oh, really? Yes. And there's only one type of wine that I found this last year. It's like 3% alcohol. It's an Italian wine that I can drink and like be okay. If I drink anything else, beer doesn't matter. I get really tense. I get really red and yeah. I get shaky and my body crashes. Mm -hmm. So I'm the designated driver for the most part. That's not a bad thing. That's always <laughs> no, good. So yeah. I, Soraya enjoys the wine and she enjoys everything. I try it. Like I tried sure. it. I sipped it. I don't think we found anywhere that we, we didn't go anywhere that had the green yeah, wine yeah. like ready or it wasn't like the time of day that we were like, let's have wine. Like, cause oh, we're yeah. like hiking and exploring. Yeah. That's... Um, but she says it's her favorite. I'm like, oh, I'll try it when you have it, but I can't really indulge too much. There you go. No, no, that's understandable. You know, that's the thing. Alcohol is not for everybody. Like people, no. people are amazed when they find out how little I actually drink, especially if they knew me in my early twenties, it was a whole other animal. But <laughs> nowadays, even working in the bar business, if I might have three beers a week, maybe, yeah. maybe. And, and that's like it. Um, if I go out with my wife and we're doing dinner, then it's like super bougie craft yeah. cocktails and all yeah. kinds of stuff like that. Um, no, I think, but as far as your, your kayak goes, I think, I think that is, that's the move. That is awesome. And like, yeah, you did, Thank you, you. you, you tried it, you know, you tried to go and, and, and do this. You had to make, make the call. Yeah. Go for it. I have a feeling right. you're going to love it. <laughs> I have a feeling <laughs> you're you. going to be like, I, I do research. I'm like the type of yeah. person who sits down and watches the videos, watches the good reviews, watches the bad reviews. Mm -hmm. Read. I make, well, I make her mostly read all the, all the reviews out to me while yep. I'm doing other stuff. But like I'm I'm invested because I had I had bought a new canoe frontier 10, which is a 10 foot molded canoe. Technically, yeah. it's very wide, very stable. But I was like, I want a boat that I can finally stand in. And at some point you can put a pedal system on there. It was just twelve hundred dollars to do that. Yeah. And I was like, I'll get there. Never got there. Mm -hmm. You could throw a motor on it, which was great. And it did a lot of the things that I needed it to do. But it was also just too much. For like those simple trips, I want to be able to just go out quickly, grab a few rods and like go and have a simple like trip. And then yeah. I also want to rig it up to like to the top, have the motor, have the pedal drive and do a big, big trip. Do so I needed sand. something that was going to do everything and I needed something that fit a budget. So I, I did my research as best as possible, watched mm -hmm. the reviews and landed on that one. And so far, I don't have it yet, but so far from what I've heard and seen... I feel like I also made a good choice, but I will definitely let you know. That's awesome. I'm stoked. I'm yeah. stoked. I was really looking forward to fishing with you this uh, early February. What's mm -hmm. you, you guys have open water still down there? We have, but we don't, our water doesn't freeze. You guys don't get hard water at all, huh? No. Damn. Uh, the only hard water we got was two winters ago and I fell through it. And I, when I say I fell through the ice, it was about this thick. I was chasing a ball. Yep. Yes. Okay. Um, I saw a ball across the water. I was like, I'm going to go get it. 
She was like, please don't. And I could see the ice just wobbling, like as I'm stepping. Oh, and I put my foot. Oh, yeah. I put my foot in and I fall through. And I don't even make it to like my waist because it was that shallow. And I'm just standing there like and then she grabs me because she's a firefighter, grabs my shoulders and pulls me back. And I'm flailing, like trying to help, and I just stop. And I go limp and I'm just sitting there like and she's just dragging me across the fucking great. Oh, and I wish that I had a camera. Of course, I didn't that day because it was like, oh, let's just go real quick. Like, baby, I want to go. I have the itch. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, idiot. <laughs> well, no, not an idiot. Like, I'm an adventure seeker. Yeah, and I told these her things when we, are going to happen. When we started dating, I said every single day is an adventure with me. Don't ever think yeah. there's just going to be a chill day. I and love that. I have lived up to that name. So I'm gonna. Do, I want to do something with you that I haven't done with anybody else, and it's it's just strictly that you're from Jersey. So we're gonna have some fun. Rapid oh fire questions. I love rapid fire questions. All Let's right. go. If you pull out hoagie or sub, I swear to God. Oh no no no! We're not gonna go there. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the one that gets me closest. Uh, it hits hits me right in the cockles of the heart. Oh boy. Um. Pork roll or Taylor ham. Pork roll. Pork roll. Okay. Yeah. So so pork yeah. roll is the southern Jersey or the, and Taylor Ham's the northern? I guess so. I guess it's the southern Jersey. Gotcha. I'm speaking from, from South Jersey. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So we're on. Okay. We got pork roll. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Smith, yay or nay? I don't even know what that is. Oh, my God. I'm the oldest I person know. alive. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What is that? Okay. So Kevin Smith is a, uh, he's a, a movie writer, director. He's oh, from oh, okay. New Jersey. Uh Leonardo, New Jersey, I believe he his first movie was called Clerks. Um, well, now I gotta watch it. He released Mallrats, Chasing Amy, a whole bunch of other stuff. Created like what's called the okay. Viewisk Universe. These are really wow. geeky freaking movies. Um, I'm gonna write it. I'm writing it down. Kevin. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Movies. Okay, I'll get back to you on that next week when I've watched a few. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I, I love him, but he's like uh, he's like a he's like he's like the New Jersey like movie guy. Wow, sweet. Um, okay, and man, is so, there's so many like regionalisms that are tied into his stuff. It's fantastic. Probably, and yeah. now when I watch it, I'll be like, yep, and exactly what he's talking. Oh about. yeah, and then uh, Springsteen or Bon Jovi, Southern Jersey. I got a feeling I know where this is going. Bon Jovi. Really? I, I like them both. I Fair enough. I, it's, Fair I, enough. I mean, both I like icons, both. both old as shit, you know? Yeah, right. You know, exactly. Let's be honest here. But I I figured you for a Springsteen gal. I nope, just grew up. My yeah. dad played all kinds of music. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. was never, it was never um, one or the other. Huh. So yeah. So yeah, I know, right? I'm sorry. I like to surprise you. That's interesting. I, like, I like surprises. Yeah. See, this is why we get along. <laughs> I like that. Um. Let's talk about, like, let's say Sean the Fisherman, uh, who the fuck is Joe Brown, myself. We're oh my in God, the yeah. Jigs and Bigs van, and we're just, like, headed down 95, and we're coming to pick you up. We're going to take you out for oh a God. day of fishing at an mm-hmm. unnamed body of water with conditions that we have no idea about. But it's something in your region. Um, you can't bring any rods or reels. You can bring your tackle box and take anything <laughs> you want for uh for lures for terminal tackle anything like that but mm-hmm. we're gonna stop by the local tackle shop your favorite one wh- wh- whatever it might be i'm gonna hand you the jigs and bigs corporate card and you can build oh. one combo the rod the reel and what are you throwing on for line go ahead and build it okay um it's usually a seven foot mm-hmm. medium heavy fast taper spinning rod 
Uh, I like a a twenty size series reel, so I don't like the too. I don't like it too big. Uh-huh. I like something that's a little bit lighter. Um, I'm gonna go with ten pound fluoro, just because we have a lot of grass. Gotcha. Um, typically I'm at eight, but like sometimes when I'm when I'm fishing down here, yep. it's, it's we have 10. a lot of grass here too, so I feel that. Yeah, no, I think a seven foot from. I mean, medium heavy covers so many different things. That, that yep. that's why you're going. I'm going with that setup. And I'm just more comfortable with a spinning rod. You can throw uh-huh. anything on it from the lightest little jig head to, you know, uh, a heavy kind of swim bait situation. Yep. So that's what I'm going with. Uh, Is there any brand? I don't or have real a, that I was just going to say, I don't have a specific brand. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like lose, lose that their oh, grips yeah. on their rods are really comfortable. Uh, I grew up with like Abu Garcia and like, I don't even think, I don't even hear anybody talk about quantum anymore, but I had oh, a lot yeah. of quantum rods back oh, in the day. Yeah. My first bait caster um, was a quantum. Yeah, Daiwa. Like I just I I like colors to coordinate with what I'm going for. So like my black and red rod is like my heavy spinning yep. rod for like top water. Yep. And then like my loose rod that my dad got me, ironically, is also red, but that's for crankbaits. Got a really soft tip. And then yeah. I have like an all black rod, which is for jerk baits. And then I have a green rod for like frogging. So like I like to. So keep, you've got you've like, got a system. Like when you're, I, it's it's the ADHD and the OCD. Yeah. It's just like I I love it. I don't discriminate. Even my tackle trays, once I upgrade them, they're all going to be kind of like color coded to what I need. Like, okay, I need the red box that's got all of like my crankbaits and my heartbaits. Like that's 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 a great way to go about it. I I need to be as efficient as possible yeah. because I get so distracted For <laughs> sometimes. Sure. But also, it's just like it's just it's myself preparing be ready for all the situations and at a glance i can be like okay grab that rod that's the one that you know oh, exactly. like soraya all of her setups are black and orange orange is her favorite color so yep. of course the first rod i got her was orange she loves them but like for me i'm like okay this is for this this is for that yep. okay i need a new like my surf my saltwater stuff i want to be like white for some reason just associate white with saltwater yeah. fishing so i'm like okay i got a couple ducket rods in the fishing cart and things that i'm looking at like so I just like to make sure that they're all tailored to what I need. And at a glance, I can grab this like, oh, that's my jigging rod. Yeah. Or, oh, that's my drop shot rod. And that's my cranking rod. And then hit the water. That's that's not a bad idea at all. It, it really isn't. Like, because it's one thing to say, like, and I, I love this. Like, I'll, I'll go out and I'll buy, like, tackle boxes, right? 3,700 size, 3,600 size tackle boxes. And I'll buy them by, like, a half dozen or a dozen at a time, you know? Yep. And I'll, sometimes it's I'm replacing the broken ones. And I'm just like, nope, let's get a backlog of them. We'll set it all up. And it's great to have, like, hey, this box is for jerk baits. This box is for rattle traps. This box is for square bills. But when they're all right. the same box, you have to rely on labels. Or uh-huh. in my sense, you don't use a label and you have to open every one and go like, okay, those are jerk baits. Oh, yeah, hang on. Yeah. Okay, uh, those are jerk baits. Yeah, let's oh, this here is chatter baits. And you gotta, you know, that's that's how it works, you know. Yep. Um, I uh-huh. like the color-coded idea. I think that's that's awesome. You just gave me an amazing marketing idea. Like some of these waterproof boxes, if you could mm-hmm. just do gaskets that were different colors and interchangeable. So you could say like, yeah, yellow is jerk baits. Boom. Just look at the front of it. You know, it's boom. There you go. It sticks out. <sighs> I have a list. I have a list already set. In I'm going to have to edit the this wife- out because somebody's going to steal this idea. You and the I, this might doesn't. be a business thing, and then we can fund your bus life. It'll be great. No. I'll get my boat. I- You'll get the bus. It'll be perfect. 
I'm telling you right now, if I could talk about my business plan for the future, I can't talk to you about it on air because I don't want anyone to steal the idea. The idea. But my wife, myself, and a friend of ours, like we have a, a plan to start a com- two companies that we're super <laughs> excited about. And we know that we can make it happen. We just don't have the money. Exactly. Like we just don't have the money, it's but the I capital. know that the world yeah. needs it. God, I should have I should have saved two slots for this interview. One that we could have on air, and yep. then one that we could have off. Well, air. after we're done recording, I'm going to need to know what this is because it sounds you. sounds juicy, and I'm 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 here for it. It's incredible. It's um, incredible. I I think so. I have you know you're no stranger to jigs and bigs. You know this is all about those fishing stories. All uh-huh. about. I, I got a feeling you've been sitting, kind of planning what yours are going to be. But I'm looking for two stories from you. Yeah. Um, actually, you know what? We'll get to that question in a bit. I want to know this New Jersey, another New Jersey thing, famous for diners, like absolutely right. We are New Jersey diners uh-huh. are some of the greatest in the world. Um, Watch, be careful. <laughs> they are there. They're so, everywhere. So you know, on jigs and bigs, we talk about food a lot, especially this time of year, because like we're planning trips in different parts of the country and putting things together, and like we're looking for some recommendations for sure. So the one you thing that I love is like after I'm done fishing. Like maybe it's, I went out super early morning in middle of summer. It's like, you know, maybe, or, or, you know, maybe it's breakfast or lunch, whatever it might be. But after I'm done fishing, I like to either celebrate a really good day with a really good meal, or maybe just go and, uh, bury my, my, you know, sad emotions into, uh, a, a, a great meal or punish myself with something horrible. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I think that food is great to kind of like extend that community a little bit. What's the like local spot? None of this Olive Garden stuff, Janelle. None of this. Okay, Olive I've got, Garden stuff. I've got three. Two you of them are pubs, and, t- and one of them's a diner. Okay, so Beautiful. Seven Star, Seven Stars Diner, and that is a place that every after every um, softball game, my yep. team would always go. Oh yeah, they have a great bar, great setup for that, and they mm-hmm. just have great food. All of their everything you can't go wrong with What's it. Your whether it's go to appetizers. Item? Oh, see, like I'm a chicken tenders girl after a game. I don't need the greasy food. Yeah, I'm a chicken tenders. Like, give me the chicken tenders or like a chicken Caesar salad. But that's more just chill. You can't go wrong. If you make a good chicken Caesar salad, I'm your best friend. Dude, you can't go wrong. Or breakfast or breakfast. (sighs) Breakfast. Okay. And then you've got so Nippers Pub. It was our sponsor for a while. They have really great deals and they have these loaded French fries with bacon Three different cheeses, a little bit of ranch. Preach. And it's 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 the best thing after any yeah. after a game, if you're watching football, whatever. They also have big deals on like crabs or yeah. whatever you oh, want. Yeah. Um, incredible. And then Mulligan's pub is one of my favorites. They have they always have a deal on crab legs. So whenever me and my wife are craving crab legs, we go there and get them for like thirty dollars for like, you know. Giant a bunch buck. of king crabs. That's yeah, awesome. we just we just go in on crabs, and then the one night we were there, they had trivia night, and her eyes lit up, and I really? was like, "Baby, we have." I was like, "We have plans. Like, <laughs> we gotta go." But she was like, "Please." I was like, "Well, I know a guy." So yeah, Hell I'll yeah. bring you. But those three places, incredible. Their, their wings also at Mulligans are incredible. They just expanded um, their property. That's those awesome. are three. Those are three top places. That's so awesome. I hope I did. 
didn't disappoint there. No, no, no. That's perfect. That's exactly what we're looking for. I mean, there are spots. Sweet. I've got some spots in mind that uh, I want to fish this year in New Hampshire. Uh, in fact, okay. my, uh, my I like to call my passenger princess for the trip out to the Columbus, Ohio Fishing Expo. Uh, Adam Blomicky is going to be joining me, and he's given me a couple of places that I need to hit in New Hampshire. And I'm hoping, actually, yeah. he just got his first kayak. So I'm thinking he and I are going to make plans to do some fishing this year. And we oh. will definitely be visiting these spots. I'm actually going to have to go and listen to that episode where he was on to get a couple of those recommendations off the top okay. of my head. Okay, I'll, I'll give you one right now if okay. you're in Newark. If you want good Newark. Portuguese food, good steak, these yeah. are the pla- these are, yeah, Newark. This is the place that um they were our food caterer for the wedding. Their oh. name is Sol Mar. So oh. S-O-L and then M-R-A. Do you know it? I, well, we have a Sol Mar up here. That's common. No way. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Little, little side note, like the the where I live in Western Massachusetts, okay. uh, there's the Chicopee and and Ludlow, Massachusetts, are heavy with with Portuguese culture, heavy. Um, Incredible. Yeah, I didn't it's know that. like yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So like you know, uh, it's not weird for me to go to a bar and order a shot of espresso with like a shot of brandy and just sit there uh, and do my thing. Like I, I used to. My God. So, like, <laughs> The giant skirt steak with eggs and, of course, beef, French fries. Beef casa all day long, uh, right? Uh, lambs. Even better, like, honestly, even better is, uh, what the hell is the name of that sandwich? I can't think of the name of it. It starts with a B. Bifana. Bifana? <sighs> Out of this world. Like you can sit here and talk food all you want. Oh my god, it's 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 no wonder I am the size I am. It's no wonder <laughs> hey, at all. Enjoy um, what you enjoy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> and I I fully intend to. Uh, all right, so Good. let's get let's get to these fishing stories here. I'm looking for okay. primarily two of them. What I want to know is um, that that story that like if you're at an event and you know fishing comes up in conversation, what's that story you're going to lead with? With you're like, I got a good one for you. It might be the thing that you're most proud of. It might be a PB story. It might be something where like everything went to hell, but for some reason like it all came together. Like it's one that you're just like, yeah, this is the trademark. This one gets that like bookmark status and then i want to know on the flip side of that the biggest epic fail i have a few of those um (laughs) everybody does every time you ask this question the same kayak experience comes up and this was with my so the first kayak i ever had was an emotions spitfire nine so it's like Uh a nine foot eight little sit on top I begged my parents for it. They got it for me for Christmas. It's a small That's little awesome. sit on top. Yep. I get to the lake and there's two guys. One guy's fishing like out of a Hobie and another guy's fishing out of like something else. Mm-hmm. You know, expensive. These big expensive rigs. I pull up with my milk crate, my my kayak and like three rods. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be a good day on the water. It's a good size lake. Love this lake. It has my personal best largemouth to date from the kayak. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to try to throw the jig with the bait caster. I'm going to see how it goes. I'm not good with it, but we'll try. Yeah. Get on the water, park the car, have to walk it all the way back, come back, launch the boat. I take, it's probably five minutes worth of casts with the the jig. And I'm like, I'm not touching anything. And I go to the drop shot because the drop shot is yeah. just where my heart is. And nobody, from what I know, in South Jersey really throws a drop shot because of the lakes that we have. Mm-hmm. But this lake is set up. It's got a good deep bank. Nice sandy bottom. First cast under a tree. And I I hook I hook a largemouth. I'm like, oh, like, okay, get it in the boat. It's like a nice two pounder. And nice. for South Jersey, we don't we don't get monsters. We get monsters, but it's rare to to have them. Yeah. I land this fish and I'm like, okay. 
Was that a fluke? Like, what was that? That's yeah. great. Take my picture. Let this fish go. Battle around. Next cast. Hook another fish. I'm like, what the heck is going on? That's another awesome. like solid two pounder. Yeah. I go. I fish this whole entire bank, and practically every other cast, I'm catching. I'm catching fish. Like I'm catching fish on the drop shot. There's times that I'm just sitting and I'll, I'll chuck my my uh, my lure three feet next to me, next to a log. Two two little ticks into it, and I've got a largemouth on, and I'm like, what is going? Like You're everything just, just dialed, clicked. Yeah. Everything was dialed in, and I was like, this was at a time when like kayak fishing for me was something that I did, but I didn't have the skill set. I wasn't, I didn't have all my techniques down. Like I was mm-hmm. just kind of getting into it and like wondering, oh, do I keep doing this? Do I not? Yeah. And my GoPro batteries die, of course, towards the end of the day. I take one final cast towards this huge tree that has like an overhanging. Um, That's the best system. Fishy spot. And and you know when you set the hook and you know that it's big, so you like do a double or a triple like jerk with your rod to make sure that hook is buried in there. I've been there before, yep. yeah. And this fish is swimming right at me, and I'm like, oh my gosh! And I see yeah. it, and I was like yeah. freaking out, and like I can, I know the guys like in their kayaks are like, what's going on? Because at this point, I'm not being quiet. I'm like, no, no, you're like, <laughs> like I'm an I'm an audible person. Yeah, I grab my net. I'm like messing around. I land this fish. I think it was like four two or like a four and a half or something like that. I like large amount. I'm holding this fish, and I just go Whoop. like <laughs> the whole lake heard me. <laughs> it's just like this is incredible. Like everything just clicked. Everything was working. It was like I couldn't do anything wrong, and yeah. it was just the ultimate confidence boost. And it was just yep. like the best day on the water that I've ever had. I was by myself was listening to good music, was vibing like to yep. my own, like it was just good. And then to end on that fish was holding it up all proud. And it was just amazing. That's and then of awesome. course, putting all my gear in the car, this guy comes up in his, in his hobby. He was like, how'd you do? I heard a little bit of uh hooting. And I was like, yeah, no, I, I killed him today. I was like, how many did you catch? He was like, none. And I was like, it doesn't that feel oh, amazing. It yeah. does. Yeah. And he was very nice. Of course. I was just yeah. Like, you just had a great day. Like, I just had a great day. Yeah. I, it was incredible. Uh, like, that's that's exactly what what it gets down to, man. It's like, and you need those yep. days. Like you said, you're early on to, to kayak fishing and you're, you're sort of like learning a bunch of new stuff. You need those good days to outweigh the days where you're grinding and you're just like, man, I don't, I don't really know. I think I would rather just be fishing on the bank. That, yep. that's for me that's how it was uh, uh, for uh, the majority of the first couple of years really until i got my own kayak and was like no 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 i'm starting to kind of understand this but like that's huge that's awesome now you said yeah. that that this is the same body of water you got your pb out of did you get your pb mm-hmm. before that or after that a year after that a year after that okay all yeah. right it was um my cousin and i were we're at this lake fishing around on the kayaks and he sees this bass. It was like, mm-hmm. it wasn't on a bed yet, but it was, it was, she was in her spot. Yep. For some reason she liked this one twig that was laying on the bottom. And I'm like, Oh, it's like a three pounder, whatever. He's trying to catch it. He's trying to catch it. He kind of gives uh-huh. up on it. And I'm like, let me try. So I post up next to this log. The wind's got me pushing into it. So like I'm, I'm covered and I'm not moving. Yep. And I take, I have a drop shot rig, but I put a wacky worm on there. Cause I'm like, the, the, the action I've seen people yeah, yeah. do it, it the action, the but sure. like I want it to sit in front of her face. So I'm going to set my leader to the right size. I pitch it in front of her. I close my bail. I look at him and I feel the tick of my line and immediately just set the, like, just set the rip hook. It, yeah. And this thing is pulling me around. And there's another guy yes. on the kayak coming over and I'm freaking out. I'm like, she's bigger than I thought. I'm like, Tommy, I'm so sorry. Cause he, I mean, he told me I could get it, but I was just like, I'm so sorry that I caught the fish. And it's huge. Oh my God. It's peel and drag. I net it. 
It was five pounds, two ounces. And I'm Dude. holding this big girl up. And this guy comes over with a GoPro. He's like, mind if I film you? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like so excited. And I was just like, he was like, how do you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how I did it. I just thought I wanted it in front of her face. And I wanted that little You that wanted worm it to action. dangle. In the, yeah. 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 It's just a combination it. of sometimes random techniques or random things that yeah. work. And I think what happened was the wind blew because I didn't move the bait. I think the wind just blew it, like moved it enough that it twitched in front of her. And I think she just and she was like, out. I wasn't even looking. Yep. I wasn't even looking at her. I was looking at him. Yep. And I just I, I felt the line tick oh, and I was just awesome. immediate like instincts. Your instincts just kick in. There is something so special about joining the five pound club. Like when you oh. get to that point where you've caught a, a five pounder or or larger, like there is just something where like when you were holding that fish, did you feel like a different kind of connection to the, yes. it's, it's so bizarre, man. When I, when I was and holding my PB, I was like, this is like, it, it's like holding my, my daughter as a newborn. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> yeah. like, holy Jesus. I'm just, you just, you look at, you're holding them and you're looking at them and you're just, the whole day runs through your mind, your whole kind of fishing career, like all, all of, of the moments. Yeah. And you're just like looking at this beautiful fish and you're just like, like, these are the moments that you've lived for and you dream of, and then yeah. you get it. And you just want to savor it, but you also want to put it back so the fish is okay. But yeah, I'm just like course. looking at her like she's gorgeous. Like, look at this fish. Yeah. Like, oh god, yeah, it's the, amazing. the five and up club is a good one to that's, be in. Yeah, when you when you get there, that is that is awesome. That's that's huge. Yeah. So then, yeah, at that time, that what for your story that was at, that four pounder was probably your PB at that time. Oh that's yeah, and insane. for Jersey in general. Yeah, that's a like, big fish. Like the Northeast, a lot of people hate on fish up north. Like we have, like the state record in Massachusetts is 15 pounds. There's a uh, very, very unique situation. Like oh, right. it's on the eastern part of the state where we have a lot of herring runs and things. So the the forage is different. They don't really freeze over the way that we do. But like, right. you know, you get into different parts of the area, like there can be big fish in any body of water. Are there yeah. less of them? Absolutely there are. Makes mm -hmm, them harder mm -hmm. to find. That's why when you do get into a five plus, it's special. I'm I'm yeah. looking forward to someday. Someday I'll be lucky and I'll get into double digits, you know, oh. and I'm willing to travel for it. If it means I got to do it in Mexico, I'm going to do Mexico. it. Mexico. We have to go to Mexico. We got to throw those giant like two ounce spinner baits that the Guggen squad throws yep. at that one lake. <sighs> Spotted, oh my God, spotted bass. I want to throw a Huddleston, like eight, eight inch trout and like lock into a big spot. <laughs> when <laughs> we, when we fish, I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up with my, uh, with my swim bait combo and you can just oh go my. ham. I have got oh some swim baits that you, you can fuck around with that all you want. Ooh, um, I need to, I'm getting a, um, Bass Pro Shops has a, a rod. It's like seven, six. Yep. It's like $50. And, um. I'm, I'm picking that up this year. Yeah. And then I got a, a bigger, like, uh, I don't remember the name of the brand, but uh -huh. nice bait caster so that I can throw some bigger baits. Cause yep. I got to dabble. I got to do something. It's that's gotta, exactly gotta, it. Every year, yeah. every year I got to do something Just new. Shake like, it up. For the last couple of years, it was chatter baits. And then the Ned jig I'm obsessed with. Uh huh. And then now I want to throw big swim baits. Jigs, jigs in general, they 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 catch fish. They're just, I yeah. think, the most versatile piece of tackle an angler can have is a jig. And whether that's yep. a skirted bass jig, whether it's an, an open hook Ned rig, an EWG Ned rig, a finesse jig, whatever that jig might be, jigs in general, they just catch fish. It is it yeah. is just amazing. So now yeah. I got to know that no. other story, the the epic fail, the all of it. Um, <laughs> okay, so I love my dad. 
<laughs> but oh, when we go okay. out in the boat, sometimes we're either we're either on the right wavelength or we're on opposite wavelengths. Yep. And this was, uh, we went to a public lake of ours and we're fishing around and we're getting cross. We're crossing each other all day long. I yep. don't know. It was probably me. It's probably it like the brain. And the funny thing is we have a joke between me, him and my wife. We call us team branch because if one of us isn't stuck in a tree, the next person stuck so like we'll get snagged in an overhang and next thing you know we get that out he's like all right resets the boat and then the next person gets hooked in the tree so i'm getting snagged on everything Uh he's losing his he's losing his patience and i knock over his favorite mug like into the water Mm -hmm. oh and i go i go in for it i go in for it i get it i'm like okay i got it put it back didn't touch it for the rest of the day sure yeah so then I'm a crier. Sometimes I cry. So he hooks this little like two and a half foot pike and he's fighting this fish and he uh-huh. lays all of his rods on the front of the boat. Oh, no. I know. And he's had this one combo forever. It's, he calls it his custom combo. He got it in this little, you know, nothing shop. Mm-hmm. And I grab the net. And of course, the real the little knob part gets stuck in the bottom of the net and it falls in the water. And I fall like chest first on the edge of the boat trying to grab it i knock the wind out of myself and i see his rod just sink into the into the abyss now this bike has got him wrapped around the trolling motor because it's a little piece of shit yeah and i'm crying immediately because to me this rod is like it has the most sentimental value and i just knocked it in the water and i feel like i just failed my father and i'm freaking out and and he's like are you hurt i'm like no i'm not not hurt I, i just can't breathe your rod he's like i don't care about my rod it's like i care about your rod (laughs) he lands he lands this stupid fish throws it back in the water and i finally like i can like i'm breathing regularly and i'm like i'm like dad i am so sorry he's like it's fine whatever i'm like it's not fine so i'm preparing to go into the water it's cold i'm like preparing to like strip down to like you know nothing and get in there and find this this rod how deep he's like get it was like six feet, I think. Okay, probably. all right, all right. So, do I'm five foot, so it was doable, but it yeah. wasn't recommended. So we circle the boat back. He grabs the anchor and he starts dredging for this rod, and I'm like losing hope that we're gonna find it. And he's like, "One more," and I'm laying, I'm laying with my hands out, like watching this line come in. And on the last pull up, I see the rod tip, and I just grab it. Yep. And I put it, I put it in the boat, and I said, "It's retired. You're never ever yeah. bringing this rod in the water ever again." <laughs> I was like, I am not going through what I just went through yeah. for this stupid fucking rod. I will buy you four more rods. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fucking awesome. Breaks my heart. You know? I was so upset. I yeah, was so upset. understandably. I was, like, I was like, I told him the last two years I've been telling him, Dad, that rod is too old. The reel doesn't really work. It needs to go up on the wall in the garage. Yeah, it's more of a save it, archive it. Yeah. Yes. We're going to pass that down from generation. No one can use it. We're just going to look at it. That's what status (laughs) it is. We're just going to look at it. (laughs) And and it went in the water and I immediately start bawling. I'm bawling. I got a bruised (sighs) chest, ribs. I was I was so upset. Oh, my God. We got it. We got it back. But I yell at him. And then he tried to bring it on the on the Vermont trip. I said, put it the fuck away. I said, you're not bringing it. I, I'm going to hide it. The I'm going to be- hide it from him. I, I, this is, this is I, I will say this much, like, and you nailed it. You're like, I'm going to buy you four other rods. You just leave that one alone. 
So I, Father's Day, this must have been like Father's Day, like 2021, something like that. I had bought a, um, it was a, a cash and icon, uh, seven foot medium, like standard issue finesse combo. Uh, I think I put like a 13 fishing reel on here or something like that. It's a nice setup. This is the first piece of fishing gear that uh, my dad had ever owned that was of like a, an upper like level of quality. Like it was decent. Yep. Now, keep in mind. <laughs> So mm -hmm. he's gone out a handful of times with this and like trout fished and stuff. He's like, it is awesome. I also bought him some uh, tungsten EWG um, uh, net heads from uh, from right. uh, Reaction Tackle. Now, the thing is with uh, with with my dad is he's never really been a big artificial lure guy at all. Oh, he's, okay. He's had it's always been live bait with him, like mainly shiners, night crawlers, yep. mealworms, stuff like that. And it doesn't matter the type of fishing. Like that's he's like, yeah, he's like, you can catch bigger fish on bait, or you can get, you know, whatever it is. I'm like, you're not wrong. But I'm like, for me, it's that challenge of like, this is not a natural occurring forage here. Like, I'm gonna try to trick this fish into doing that. I'm like, for me, that's just a you know, regular thing. And I, the, the, the following September, we were going to Champlain and this is one of the trips I had mentioned to you. And I was like, look, dad, I go, I go, we have uh, a lodge that we're going to rent and we're going to stay up there. This is up by St. Albans. The bass cabin is what it's called. It's yep. a great okay. spot. So we go up there and I was like, I'd like to bring you up there. We're going up. I'm like, it's my birthday weekend. I'm like, there's a big tournament. The uh, EKF finals were, were a championship was that week. Uh, Sean and Nelson were competing in it. We had a bunch of other friends that were going to be around. I'm like, this is going to be a blast. I was like, but you and I will go. And it happened to work out where the owner of Bass Cabin, Ian, was like, listen, my neighbors are having a, a little party. They're selling their house. And it's going to be the last party of the summer. He's like, do you mind if oh. I come up for the party and crash on the couch? I was like, it's your place, dude. We're just <laughs> staying there. I'm like, yeah, absolutely yeah. you can. He's like, look, man, you're the best. I appreciate it. He goes, I'll tell you what, I'm going to take my boat up. And he, at the time, he had this nice bass cat. He's he's since upgraded the boat even, but uh, he had this really nice bass cat. He's like, if you want to come up and fish, you know, he's like, I'll gladly play guide for the day. I was like, all right, beautiful. Well, I mean, Nelson and Sean, they were, they were in this tournament. They're like, you know, we got our kayaks. That's what we're doing. I tell my dad, I was like, look, you and I were going out with a guide. This is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. So we went out, <laughs> Janelle, this man outfished oh, no. all of us on that boat with one EWG rigged Guggen Rattle and Ned in PB&J. Oh, he oh. outfished all of us. Like, I had an amazing day. Ian had an amazing day. But my father caught more tank largemouth than he's ever caught before. I don't, did he catch any smallies? He, he might have. I'll have to go back through the pictures. And it was just absolutely amazing. Like, he just had the day of his life. Chop That's was beautiful. ridiculous. I mean, it was insane. There's a video, and I'll send it to you. There's a video where... I'm in the bitch seat of this, of, of the bass cat. My dad is in between myself and Ian. And like, I've got water coming up over this is September. Like it's cold. The wind is blowing. Oh, yeah. I'm there and I'm just getting like water in the face. My dad's like, how's things? And I'm like, that's great. <laughs> it's just fucking awesome. Fishing with family is so important. Andrew from uh, Tackle Talk just yeah. did his episode recently about New Year's resolutions. And he was like, you know, fishing with the right people is important. Taking time to fish with the people that are you, your close friends, your family, go out there and do that. Make it a point to do that. And I wholeheartedly agree. I think that's super important. That's yeah. awesome. I said, seeing my mom, like my mom. So my dad's been going to the same place in Vermont uh -huh. since like right before I was born. So like 19, the eighties, I believe yep. like the first <clears throat> picture of me there, I was like six months old. Oh, like, wow. Okay. Yeah. So this was so, established. Yes. Yes. 
Um, there was even a point where we thought they were going to sell it because they couldn't keep up with the, the financials. But yep. luckily, they they passed it down to their granddaughter, and it's still rolling. So it's amazing. That's awesome. Um, but my mom, she'll go with us, and like for the most part, she's reading and she's like taking long walks while we're out during the day. She's not a morning person, of course. Yeah. But at night, at night, she gets her rod. She gets her. Oh my god, we got her a pink. Um, tackle box. We yep. put little cheetah spots on it. We got her like a bunch of lures that are pink or purple. That's awesome. And we got her a purple rod last year. And she outfished my dad and my cousin. Oh, this was God. the first year my wife and I were on our own boat. Yep. But my dad, her, and my cousin, and like they'd be all throwing shallow, and she'd just be like, "Go and rock," and turn around and cast out deep, and would catch a four pounder. <sighs> and she, and this is my mom. I think I got one. Frank got one. And you just see this big fish on the surface and everyone's just like, shit, how does she do it? And she just wants to cast in real yeah. or a popper. She gets really good with a popper because she can see what she's doing. Yep. That I think it's the sweetest thing. Like, like my mom is not a huge outdoorsy person, mm-hmm. but my dad found somebody who, you know, yin to your yang, but yeah. who also try it and like supports him. And it's adorable. And That's like awesome. she, she outfished everybody except me last year. I she, love that. That is so awesome. I it's yeah. those kind of stories I think that are that are just absolutely huge. I, yeah. I love this. Janelle, this is great. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Um Thank you for having I me. I want to see your content just explode, your podcast take off. Do yourself a favor. Do me do me a favor as well and promote yourself a little bit. Let folks know where they can get in contact with you, where they can see your content, where they can listen to you, all that stuff. Chance for you to kind of promote yourself, go for it. Okay, so if you want to check out my content, both my social media, like my Instagrams and my YouTube pages have the same name. So we've got Enthusiast Adventurer. That's where you're going to find the podcast, which is the Adventures Audible podcast. And you're going to find everything there that has to do with the outdoors. I love airsoft, hunting, fishing, bushcraft, all of that stuff. We're going to have guests on. We're going to do giveaways. That's really something that I'm putting my heart and soul out into 2024. The Enthusiast Adventure YouTube channel is all of that just in video form. There's going to be some really cool series coming out, some catch and cooks, a fun new kayak rig set up, all of that stuff. So if you're into the outdoors, check that channel out. Mm-hmm. If you want to see my wife and I go and do all of the crazy fun travel things and living out of our bus, you can go on the Jerry's World channel. That's J-E-R-R-I-S World and you can follow our journey and you can support us that way. And it's just going to be really great. That's just my life poured out behind the camera vlog yeah. style. There might be a big docu-series with this big trip. Who knows? But if you want to see that content as well, you can check that out. And then the social medias are the same for both. Mm-hmm. Go and check me out. Follow me. And also, Bobby, thank you. I don't know how to say thank you enough. I reached out to you and like that was the start of the dream. That was the start yeah. of like, okay, I love this guy. I love what he's doing. I want to do this. Let's just, you know, cast a line out yeah. and see what happens. And we've hooked up and you've been a really great person, great mentor, someone to talk and bounce that. ideas with and role model. So please keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And I appreciate it so much. Thank I for you. sure will. I think when you guys are out doing your your adventures in the bus and everything, you got to make it a point to do fall in New England. Do yourself a favor and fall do fall in New in England. New England. I'm telling you, it is amazing. Uh, the fishing is dynamite. The 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 view is insane. Specifically, Berkshire County along that New York border. Oh my god! 
Oh, that's yeah. that's like my neck of the woods. This is where I, yeah. I that's where I escape the urban jungle that's Holyoke, and I go yeah. <laughs> out that way to kind of get some fresh air. It is absolutely amazing. Like, trust me, Sweet. you guys will love it. Get into Vermont, yeah. New Hampshire, eat the good food, all that stuff. Oh, you're gonna love it. Yeah, it's awesome. My wife, listen, my wife's also a great cook, so I made sure that I have the mini fridge and mm-hmm. our microwave is a convection oven and a mini fridge. So she can do bacon, cook. We can do everything we need to do on the water. So she's like, you can go out and do your adventures and I'll cook for you. And I was like, so I will. I I love breakfast. So I'll make breakfast and coffee, get the morning started. And then if you want to finish off the day. Oh, it's going to be great. Again, yin so to yin, it's all together. Yeah. I love that. Janelle, thank you so much. You're absolutely awesome. I wish you nothing but the best of luck with all your endeavors. I think you're absolutely going to kill it. You got the right energy and that ADHD sort of dialed into all the stuff. Make it work for you. I believe in you. You got this. Thank you so much. It means the world to me, Bobby. I love it. We'll, we'll, we'll keep talking. But as far as this segment's concerned, guys, we will see you with much more right after this. <laughs> Well, yep, that's going to do it for this week's Jigs and Bigs, guys. Amazing interview with Janelle. Um, Again, this was an interview that was actually supposed to happen a couple of weeks uh, in the future. And uh, I was supposed to actually travel down to her area in southern New Jersey, that New Jersey, Pennsylvania sort of area, and do some fishing and do do a little camping and stuff. Unfortunately, did not work out. uh, But I think it actually worked out for the best because we got this interview and she's on episode 201, which is just freaking awesome. Speaking of episode 201, this is the signal that you know we made it. <laughs> like we're at uh, episode 201 right now. We spent our weekend celebrating uh, with uh, some amazing friends and, uh, you know, just 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 folks that we've gotten the opportunity to meet and get close with uh, in the fishing community. And it's been absolutely amazing. It's been really I mean, honestly. It is exactly the reason why I do all of this stuff. I love the fishing community the most, and uh, I think it's fantastic. It was really, really great. Um, I, Joe and uh, and Sean are obviously not here. I'm recording this on Monday morning after you know I've had some time to process the the big show, uh, the live event. Um, really, the source of a lot of the stress that I've had the past handful of weeks. And uh, now that it's past us, man, I feel amazing. Um, I am still uh, all caught up in my feels. You guys are so supportive, um, both coming out to uh, see the live shows, but then also coming out and um, and and showing support online as well, joining the raffle and stuff. We had a bunch of online winners, which is great. I was really really excited about that because you know I knew that. Uh, this was bigger than just being in the room, um, and I kind of wanted to do something to try to bridge the gap. So going forward, that's ultimately what's going to happen. But um, I have, you know, I, I want to kind of surmise what this last endeavor kind of was and everything, and, and we are extremely thankful. There's a couple of sides to, to this that we'll talk some more about later, but for right now, we want to end on a, on a really, really amazing note and just let you guys know. We appreciate you more than you realize. You are amazing uh, friends and uh, supporters of what we're doing here at Jigs and Bigs. And we we truly do appreciate you guys. This goes for our partners, goes for the jig heads, goes for the casual listener, goes for the folks that just follow us on social media and aren't even necessarily aware that we host a weekly podcast that uh, is... (laughs) pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> if I'm being honest, um, I just want to say thank you really from the bottom of my heart. The beef boy is, uh, 
he he feels the love and uh, and I appreciate that. I think it's it's really great. Um, moving forward, uh, I want to go ahead and throw this out there and let you guys know. Um, I have been talking with some friends and. You know, a lot of these friends were friends that weren't able to make it. Things had changed out of the last minute, or maybe, maybe like with this this episode, one of the things that we learned, or this 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 mile marker was that this ticket was too high price of a ticket to be able to make happen and 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 make accessible for everybody. Um, so I think we're gonna make a couple of changes um, going forward. I, to be honest, this this first one is a little bit selfish, but I hate having to wait a couple of years in order to get to like the next like the three hundredth episode. You know, I, I would like to do this actually a little bit more often and make it a little bit more affordable. So what I think is going to happen is this. We're going to start putting on the calendar a Jigs and Bigs holiday party annually. It's something that we'll shoot to go ahead and do. It's a great reason to try to do it. And it's also a really great time of year because it doesn't really affect anybody's fishing abilities or plans. So, I mean, you know, it's it's a crapshoot in December if we're going to have ice locally. So folks may not even be out ice fishing if we, you know, actually get like a decent winter. So I think it actually would be a great time to go ahead and do it. It's just one more event to kind of put in the mix of stuff that you've got going on that time, but it'll be a whole lot of fun. And uh, I think we're going to bring back some of the vibes that we had in the 200th, uh, or I'm sorry, in the 100th episode. Um, and maybe downsize like the food aspect quite a bit because I mean, as amazing as it was, and it was just something that we wanted to try, we checked that box and we tried it. So we know that going forward, we're going to be making some changes to make things a little bit more accessible, a little bit more reasonable. Um, and we're going to have ourselves a good time with it. It's going to be really, really fun. Uh, in fact, it, it is, um, it's probably looking like I, I'm going to make plans now to hopefully target and, and be in the, uh, the old venue for the 100th episode, the, the, uh, the private banquet hall over at Nathan Bills. So we'll still be in the, you know, the, the Pioneer Valley will still be local to us. So that, that should be pretty awesome. So I think that's the plan probably moving forward. Um, no, that definitely is a plan moving forward. Um, we have uh, just really like, we love when we get to do these get togethers with you guys. It means the world to us. Um, we love the community, the community and the camaraderie are really at the end of the day for all of us that I think really does kind of come first. Like you can catch an amazing fish and have a great day out on the water. And yeah, that's going to be a memory you're going to have forever. 100%. I'm not arguing about that at all, but I am telling you this much, the memories that you make with the people that you're out fishing when you catch that giant. Yeah, that is like the icing on the cake. And, uh, and that's kind of the big deal. You know, I mean, that's it. It, it really weighs in and it makes a big, big difference. Kind of adds to the story and the lore a lot. So it's good stuff. Um, appreciate each and every one of you guys. I'm just kind of babbling at this point. You know, I really, really am. We're going to have another discussion, um, about another side of wrapping up the 200th episode that'll be coming in the future. Um, actually next episode, you guys are going to hear some shit. Um, and it's not awesome, but, uh, we're going to go, well, we'll, we'll handle that next, next week. But for this, this week. Thank you. We appreciate you. You guys are listeners, our followers, subscribers, the jig heads, our partners. You guys are awesome and we love you and we couldn't do this without you. So until then, go ahead and have yourself an amazing week, everybody. We will see you in seven days from now with episode 202 of Jigs and Bigs, your favorite. And I believe as Armando from Bass Kayak and Beer said, your favorite uh, entertainment and education uh, podcast that makes you feel both smarter and stupider at the same time for listening. My friend, you put it 
in the best words possible. Have a great one, everybody. Like we always say, Dits and ass smokes and Bobby Roast Beef. This is Jabber Hammer, aka Jabber Camper. I'm camping, sitting by the fire, drinking White Claw Surge. Only wishing I could be there for the 200th celebration, but I can't. But here I am, sending you a message now. Sean the Fisherman, I love you. You're sexy. Joe, whoever your last name is. You sound like somebody named, um, yeah, I can't remember his name. I think it's Zach. I don't know. But anyway, it's really Yankee. And Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Roast Beef, we're meeting soon. You know what I'm going to do to you? I'm going to shave your ass like a really good roast beef sandwich. And we're going to have a good time. I love you guys. Hey, -oh.